Solid State Radio. Everybody, welcome to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me, Skater Grant. Hi. And Rose. Hello. How is everybody doing today? Are well, we doing all right? As soon as I adjust the headphone volume yeah, down. But, so I don't sound like I'm destroying my own eardrums. Man, about to say, it is like the headphone volume is there. Also, mine's fine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I could the, be deaf. Turn that thing on your cord. No, 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 on the headphone cord. Oh, There's a thing? dial, and oh. one way it will go up, and one way it will go down. Oh. Yeah, I know. Fancy. Yeah, all <laughs> I know is that I started talking, and I went, ow, my right. ears, but I know I'm not being that loud. Uh, right. Regardless, uh, it's, it's, been, it's a gloomy day. It it's is. It's a gloomy it Sunday. Like, I woke up, I keep my house, like, pitch black anyway. Like, <laughs> I keep all the blinds closed, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, you you're know. a night shifter, so that's kind of part of it, too. That's like, true, and I'm a night person. I love the night, you know? It's it's a big thing for me. I don't, I don't really care for the sun gleaming in or whatever, but it's weird when you wake up, and you wake up at, like, you know, 1 <laughs> in the afternoon, yeah. and you're like... It's still dark. Why is it dark? <laughs> and I'm like looking around and I'm like, because like the little bit of light that shines through, like I'm like, oh yeah, daytime. Okay, here we go. You know, but when you wake up and it's still like gloomy, you're like, ooh. This isn't supposed to happen. This, this isn't, isn't normal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I get up, I look outside and you know, the rain and stuff like that. But when, you, when it happens, how, how does that make you guys feel? You know, it, I don't mind the gloom. I. It depends on the day. Like, it I, does. It does. Like, there's some days where it just kind of gets you down, and you're like, oh, okay, I just want to curl up in a blanket and just watch some TV and not do anything. But there's other days where it's more peaceful, and it's just like, all right, calming. Like, yeah, I can do this. Okay, let's get some stuff done and just kind of chill out inside. You can go either way. I mean, I never get productive regardless. <laughs> uh, when I'm at work, I'm like, and I see it happen, I'm like, oh, I want to be at home so I can do nothing and just brood. And <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm at home, you know, like, it, it's weird. Yeah, either I'm like, oh, it's a perfect nap day. And I've got the, I bought these hot apple cider. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I drink my hot apple cider and I'll watch my shows, my talkies. Ooh. And, you know. There you go. Whatever, but Some spooky shows maybe. Spooky <laughs> shows. I try. Oh, that's well. That's at nighttime. That's later. That's when I'm like, let's scare myself before I go to bed. Well, see, I that's can't a do great that. idea. It's a bad idea. That's a oh, very bad idea. I love it. <laughs> it's like the only adrenaline I get into. So, and my anxiety will be going through the roof, and I'm like, ah. You know what I listened to the other night? It was um, on a Facebook video, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it was these people that like I don't know what it is about. Um, I, I enjoy watching people that are getting their hair dyed mm-hmm. um and i enjoy people that do like makeup um, tutorials yeah i I, enjoy, <laughs> I don't know why but watching somebody do their makeup and like it going from one side to the other the you transformation know. oh it's unbelievable this really works into one of our topics i know today. i know, I know. <laughs> believe me it was on my list um but what I, what i found was this lady is doing a makeup thing but she's not talking about makeup She's talking about like a serial killer. Yes. 
I watched those. Oh my That's gosh, awesome. it was terrifying. Isn't it? But it's so cool. Oh, it was super vivid. I might have to watch this. Oh man, like I'm laying in bed because it's, you know, you watch that crap when you're about to fall asleep. <laughs> right. And I'm watching and I was like, oh, makeup thing. Sweet. All right, let me see what happens here because she's not that attractive right now. And usually by the end, it's like, wow, good for you. Okay. <laughs> she was like a two and now she's like an eight and a half. Well, at I mean, least. yeah. Oh, you that's know, a just... frightening thing. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I, the magicians, I mean, a really? lot of women do that. Oh, I know. And filters, too. It's crazy, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. the stuff that people can do now. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But I kid you not, like, I'm already in bed and under my covers, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Like, in my safe space. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I go to escape the <laughs> creepy crawly things that, you know, come out at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm in my bed like, I, I this is this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrifying because they, I mean, I don't know if they wrote it or if it was something like they had written and figured out how to say it the right way mm-hmm. or if it was just right off the top of their head what they were talking about. But man, yeah, it was she, horrible. <laughs> like she talks about crimes and stuff like that. I think she did like Lizzie Borden, I think was the last one that I watched. I don't know. I didn't make it, it that was far. Just, yeah, I, I watched a couple. <laughs> I... I don't know. Like, I love the, the scary stuff at night because it gets my imagination going because I'm such a night person, and it really brings out all the different types of emotions, which is kind of what I was getting at with, like, the weather and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets my creativity going, and it's fun because it goes either one way or the other way, and it's either, like, we're writing crazy, awesome stuff. It's very insightful, and, like, it gets... The mood gets kicked up. You're in a good place, right? Yeah. yeah. Or it goes the other way. <laughs> right. And it gets real... <laughs> dark or like real freaky or whatever my favorite is when noises happen that's why the house gremlins house gremlins gremlins opened up the microwave today and that made a weird noise i don't know the door stuck for a second i don't know what it was it did something and Corey looked back at me and i'm like house gremlins and i'm like you know i haven't been stoned in months and like i don't i don't know that's why i'm afraid though because i'm gonna get stoned and make your microwaves blowing up oh no man yeah, but the minute you do, none of them will happen. Right? No, the helicopter, though, for the... No, they, yeah, that, that's going to happen, yeah. for sure. And then I'm going to go back into World War Three mode, because right. that's every time I hear that thing. Like, even when I'm sober, I'm like, but maybe. Right. <laughs> Unlikely, but it's a possibility. It's a possibility, yeah. It's always a chance. <laughs> Speaking of possibilities, we did ask a question, a would you rather, if you will. Um, about, it was a would you rather. I don't know. Uh, if, if well, uh, yeah, kind of was. No, it, it is. It a, is. If it's you a will, you yeah, rather. yeah, you, you're on. You it's rather. one or the other. Good deal. Yeah, and it had to do with possibilities, mm-hmm. you know, like extra, you know, dun, ET dun, 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 type. Dun, dun. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the close encounters of the third kind, if you will. Yeah, I don't know the tones well enough to do the, like, the do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. I like I feel that. Like I, that I feel like that got pretty close, though. <laughs> you know, so I, I asked, would you rather, if you, if you, you know, mankind finds alien life forms out there somewhere in space i don't i can't do a shatner otherwise somewhere in space (laughs) you know (laughs) just a bunch of pauses that's all you need yeah that's it just if mankind finds life in space so like seriously though if if you did if we find like alien life forms come down would you rather be an organic life form or would you rather it be like robotic mechanical ai hmm 
Well, without diving too deep, I'm totally going organic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right I, off the bat, organic. Well, if I start going in deep, I'm going to take up the entire segment. We know this. Well, I know, but <laughs> I structure the show now to where I'm like, maybe we'll get to it. I don't have to know yeah. anymore. It's not <laughs> an actual playbook. It's more of a suggestion of topics. You know, and then I lose my topics to other right. radio shows. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Dude, the... Ah. I stopped listening. I stopped listening to radio shows in the, on my morning commute. <laughs> I all did was drive me crazy. Well, you know, another one that's in, in Detroit, uh, you know, local mm-hmm. radio show that I really am a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I listen to it on the daily. I do too. And so I was listening to it, and I'm like, oh, that's my topic, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, they say that that's the biggest form of, like, a compliment, too, is somebody... Well, imitating you and stealing I didn't your stuff. Get to that topic though, because <laughs> they, they mine the same sources that I do, gotcha. and sometimes, and it's happened. I think this is like the fifth time now. <laughs> Normally, I get it out unless we talk over. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked over last week. Oh yeah, we did. I missed this one, oh. and this was one I wanted to do, and we might do it anyway, just because. Yeah, because we're so, better than. We'll have different takes on it and well, stuff. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Grave and duck. <laughs> <laughs> Grave and duck. <laughs> and Randy Spleen. In the That's morning. right, yes. Yeah, um, but aliens, so, though. But aliens. What do you Organic, think? Organic. Organic? I agree with you. Why? Organic. Because they're easier to kill that way. <laughs> you think. You I think. Would, I would think so. Because robots, I would assume, are harder to kill. What if you throw, like, an EMP grenade? Are they impervious to that? Because they're aliens. I, Maybe I they have some technology of, that I goes around. I have a lot of arguments with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there because, like, you, you talk about the other life forms. Like, you've watched the move, the alien movies, right? With like oh, the xenomorph. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're terrifying. Don't get me wrong. I will take organic over mechanical any day of the week, though. I don't know. Transformers. They weren't really that scary. Stop it. <laughs> Terminator. Dude. That was us. We created that. That's we, different. That's Skynet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was our fault. No. I, okay. Go to go to the base mechanical alien of Transformers, like sure. you said. Okay? Yeah, okay. The most harmless in the idea of it anyway, right? Sure. Okay. If there's not good Transformers, who stops Megatron? Ooh. Who stops him? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson can't stop Megatron. Mark Wahlberg. Dwayne the Rock. Mark Wahlberg tried and did not happen. And Mark Wahlberg has a third nipple. He's too. Yeah, he's right. also an alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just the organic ones. Right. I don't understand. Um, you know the the. Uh, Mark Wahlberg couldn't stop trees. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg was just oh, trees. You mean it's the trees? Right. It's in the air. Yeah. Um. No, oh, The Rock, he pulled a helicopter down with a chain. Are you kidding me? Dude, and yeah. was that when he had... No. I don't know what no, one no, that No, no, that was, that was fast. Or Hobbs, right? I don't know. It sounds familiar. It's something that I've watched. So yeah, it's it, was, be... it was the new one with yeah. Hobbs or whatever. Yeah. I saw it in a commercial. I don't know which one of his movies it's from. Most of them are terrible. <laughs> so. say, I was just thinking it was... Um, or thinking about him in... Uh, I think it was San Andreas. When mm-hmm. the big flood comes in and he's got a prosthetic leg. Or no, which one was that no, one? No, that's like the tower movie. It yeah, the matter. tower one. <laughs> and he's like doing stuff and he's only got one leg and he beats this guy with his own prosthetic leg. I, I don't know. You guys know that I love Greek mythology and I was slipping through the 
shows or whatever the other night, and it was something that he was Hercules. And oh, I just yeah. I watched it like for like five minutes. I couldn't do it anymore. He was, like, he no. was in the movie. Like he, yeah, was, he was Hercules, Hercules in the movie. I'm like, I can't do this. I turned it off. I mean, if you take away the fact that every time you watch, all you're waiting for is like, you know, the, the token rock sound or <laughs> the eyebrow jump or right whatever. Up. Yeah, just boom, you know. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he is, too. Don't get me wrong. I I can't do him as Hercules, though. Well, I think he does, like, a lot of the Nick Cage things. Yes. Where, like, they pick bad movies. Yeah. Anything that comes their way, they're like, yes. Do you know that Nick Cage still does, like, 30 movies a year? Really? Do you know what his argument is on this? Because he's broke. No. That's not it. Oh, because he can expand and do whatever he wants? No, no, no. no. The way he looks at it is he says, I'm the hardest working actor in the industry. He He, might be. He says, I I won't turn anything down. He'll do whatever. He likes to get up and have something to do that day. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's the hardest. The way he looks at it is he's the hardest working actor in the industry. I will say that he does a lot of movies. (laughs) They are terrible. Um, I do think he's a fantastic actor, though. I love Nick Cage. I've sat, like, while we were on uh, vacation, uh, I sat there and watched uh, I watched a bunch of his movies just because I get into it. 8mm is one of the greatest films out of the 90s with as far as, like, the serial killer thing is. Mm-hmm. Not because he's in it, simply because Trent Reznor doesn't do the soundtrack. That's fair. God, do I hate that guy. <laughs> I will say, though, like, um, Gone in 60 Seconds, mm-hmm. the remake... Yes, it is on top. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It will always be one of my favorite I movies. It, yeah. I love it. It's full of really cool cars. When I was a kid, I watched it and I was really into cars. And to this day, Eleanor is my dream car. There's no, I, I, there's nothing that gets better than that for me. But I can watch Connor any Con day. Connor is so fantastic. Or let's you know, The Rock. With him and yeah. Sean Connery. That's not bad either. I want to take his face off face off oh John Travolta oh yeah (laughs) what do you want to do I want to take his face off (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it maybe maybe he's an organic maybe he doesn't really age that much either no no not really it's true but Uh, but no it's back to what do do you think though mechanical or organic well, I'm going to go with organic, too. I, I mean, just like yeah, to do the yeah. devil's argument. Uh, the mechanical thing freaks me out. It scares the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, because everybody that we're talking, like, they were talking, they were like, well, organic's easier to kill, so on and so forth. I don't know if that's necessarily true. And then they also bring up that there were creators of the mechanical. You don't necessarily know that either. The right. AI portion of this is what's truly frightening. Yes, that's the scary part. Because we've we've talked about AI before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just different things and like advancements of it. And when you first pose this, like first thing <laughs> out of my mouth was like, "Not the Matrix." <laughs> you know? I had just been watching the Matrix anyway, and then you posted that. I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> you know, I'm not as cool as Keanu. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna be stuck oh, no, in the bubble. <laughs> right, but so I, I mean, like the AI function is yeah. the terrifying thing because. They've made computers like trying to get to AI. We yes, no, they've made AI computers, and you know what they did? They started talking in a language that we don't get. So do you know what we did? Shut them down. Exactly. <laughs> like we're so terrified of these things, we just shut it down the moment it showed any sign of like different intelligence. There. Yeah, right? they started talking to each other. 
And then they like people were obviously, you know, Monitoring, observing yeah. everything they were talking about. And then when they started seeing things, they were like, okay, time to switch stuff. And they changed it around. They learned that certain things were getting people freaked out. They created their own language Ooh. that we don't understand. And so the minute it happened, everyone went, ah, no. Turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> and, and so, like, that's the interesting portion because, like, I don't even know if there would be a creators of the machine, nor would I be frightened of the creators of the machine. The machine <sighs> itself is scary enough because they built a whole franchise on this premise. Right, so. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and not only that, but if you look at even uh, modern movies, too, like, you know, I'm going to pull from Marvel World because I, I just For will. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. which is easily one of the most underappreciated Marvel movies because it's just kind of thrown in there. It doesn't really fit with much of anything. Right. And all that. Like, it's just kind of whatever in the timelines of crap. But the fact that one could, you know, be smart enough to figure all that out and then start up plants and build stuff, mm-hmm. that's not far-fetched. No. <laughs> That's really not, <laughs> you know, it, it's like there's people that are like actively trying to build something that could do that. <laughs> like they're not sitting around going, well, that'd be a cool idea. No, this is their nine to five job is figuring out AI. Well, and let's the other big portion is not just the AI thought there, but with mechanical, you don't know about emotions. I mean, it's what really right. makes a person a person. Is it is it the fact that we have the ability to think? Is it the reactions, reactions, the interactions, the fact that we know that we're going to die someday? Whatever that finite right. thing the, is. The humanity version of you. Or is it just the fact that, like, I go, you know, Gator stumbles and he hurts his knee and I go, are you okay, buddy? Right. You know? And then I sit on the sidewalk. <laughs> Right. Here's some ice. Right. (laughs) Whereas you have this mechanical thing, and and who's to say the AI can't think? Like that's that maybe they could develop emotions. Oh, I'm sure they could. You know, maybe they will develop emotions. Maybe that is a possibility. But it's also completely possible that everything in their heads are completely logical. Well, and and they may be able to develop the way to mimic emotion, Mm -hmm. where people like us that try to because we we read each other while we're talking. You know, you read body language and like. If someone's looking at you like, just shut shut up, <laughs> you know, whatever it may be, they may be able to develop where they can mimic those features that we don't necessarily pick up. True. But, I mean, if you look at things in the only in the aspect of it being logical, of like everything right. you do is based upon logic and reasoning and there's no emotion whatsoever in that, mm-hmm. how many good things come out of this? I mean, it could be better for the overall world, but I guarantee you it's not better for, like, humanity. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, and even if you want to go to the realm of, like, alien and, you know, sci-fi and all that stuff, go to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the Vulcans, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to show a little bit of nerd right no, now. That's fine. Nerd Vulcans are all logic. Based in logic, that's what they deal with. They do not deal with emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Spock was different because his mom was human and his dad was Vulcan. Yeah, see, I'm diving deep right now. Oh, yeah, no, you got to explain this. my head already, so. What happened to the rest of Vulcans? They're all dead. They're all gone. But who's left? The hybrid that can deal with logic but also has emotion, which usually only comes out when he's super pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then now explain why they're all dead. Their planet got blown up. By somebody else? Yeah. 
Emotional people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so? That that's not really, that's not a good argument there. Well, I mean, they didn't a, see it coming. Well, you know, logically. Well, because if you're logical, you can't understand the emotion aspect of it. But, but you like, prepare for it. Mm. See, can all you prepare this for things you can't understand? Ooh. Can you prepare for things you can't understand? Well, that's a great question. I don't think you can, no. Yeah, like, if you sit there and go, like... <laughs> the you, Vulcans are doomed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you, you don't have emotions, right? So everything you do is a complete logical function. So, like, when somebody flies off the... How many times have you been in a, in a fight with your girlfriend, the wife, whatever, and you're like... Oh wow, she's flying off the handle of this one, but you didn't see it coming because it just doesn't register to you. Well, that happens, yeah. Right? I no, mean, some things get a little bit thing. harder. <laughs> yeah, but. if you don't get it, you're not gonna understand it. Why? Like, why are you getting mad? I don't <laughs> understand. But even at that, like, okay, so say they are organic. Okay. Okay, say they come in and they're organic, which is what we all hope for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In this case, yes. Right. Okay, so organic meaning carbon-based or just organic meaning not mechanical? Non-mechanical, essentially. That oh, would be boy. my thought because you can't really... Because there are a lot of different people throughout the carbon-based thing yeah. or the idea of, like, I would like to see a whole new type of life form. Or life form. In my mind, if it's not, like, robotic, not mechanical, mm-hmm. doesn't have, like, the AI thing, right? then it's clearly organic. Right, no like, what so, the, like, Venom. Sure, yeah, it'd be an organic thing. Right, that's yeah. an organic thing. Even though it's not mechanical, it is alien, and it's organic in the fact that it's the, it survives off of the environment. Yeah, the only way I think it would be different would be if it was like a star person. It was solely built upon energy. You right, know what I yeah, mean? energy like, people. Energy people, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, maybe, maybe that like could count as not being organic. I don't know. All I know is that... Or like Mr. Manhattan. Yes. The blue guy from The Watchmen who's naked all the time and you see his dong flopping around. No, but it sounds like a great movie. Oh, okay. If you like <laughs> giant blue dongers. Yeah, I mean, Watchmen isn't terrible. I No, I love Watchmen. Uh, it's oh, yeah. a fantastic movie. Very underrated. The it's graphic novel is Zack amazing. Snyder film, isn't it? Yes. Didn't he do it? So I a lot of, so. you know, like the... Uh, the slow time 300 stuff where they do like the real slow motion Mm -hmm. yeah crank that up to 11 and you've got the watchman (laughs) but it's it's pretty good i mean it's got um oh boy i mean it has some decent names in it but Mm -hmm. a lot of people that you'll see now and go oh yeah i know who they are at the time you maybe knew like one of them Okay, but then they just kind of all blew up and. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. A, it was a platform for a few people. I mean, at that time, uh, was it Billy Kudrup was the big name, right? Um, either him or uh, shoot, I can't think of his name now, but he plays Negan. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Great teeth. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, that's Jeffrey Dean Morgan in The Watchmen. He's also the dad in Supernatural too. Well, there you go. See, I don't watch either of those shows. So See, I have no Jeffrey Dean Morgan, hardest working actor. <laughs> mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> Love him. Yes. no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> no, it probably comes real easy to him. <laughs> He's a typecast, for yeah, sure. Um, he does a really absolutely. great job, though. With, he he yeah. does. I mean, he's 
He's a really good anti-hero. Mm-hmm. When you have a specific role that you fit, you do a good job playing that role every yeah. single time. <laughs> Hence like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> and I would or argue, Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a better one. That's a that real. Is a he is one. typecasted like crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, it's one thing he can do. That's it. So Sly. He does it really good. Sly. Yeah, he tried to branch out a lot though. But Sly sucks at everything else. Yeah, like, he's that's, not too good unless he's like the old man or like old fighter mm-hmm. uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean when your first thing in hollywood like your first name you know the first time people see you or hear you or whatever you have such a defining role mm-hmm. you win an academy award with it mm-hmm. you make six other movies <laughs> using the same person mm-hmm. not two not three six six <laughs> actually i think it's coming up on eight if you count the creed movies right. too Sure. I mean, you could you could say that. And other than the award portion of the first one, let's not forget that he also started his career in a porn. Right. Um, <laughs> but he wrote, and if I remember right, he wrote and directed Rocky as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but... I mean, I, he had it in mind. That's who he was going to be. That's what he was going to do. It's just, you're not going to be able to branch out. But the first movie was the only good one. Lies. No, not lies. No. Not lies. No, 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 no. The first one was really the only decent Rocky Ro- movie. Rocky IV. With, with the, the Russian? Yes. yes. Ivan Drago. Yeah. If he yeah. dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. I must break you. <laughs> we could make that argument, but let's let's... I would I would argue that Rocky Four is the best Honestly, one that there is. I'd I also that argue too. that none of them are really that great Liar. either. So, <laughs> God, man, all no. Right. <laughs> Let me just preface this by saying my stepdad has made me watch all of them because he's obsessed with Rocky and his Fantastic. house is like decorated in all Rocky stuff. Yes. So I would have to say that I agree with Gator and Four is Four is awesome. the best. Everything I, one and after, four, I think. Like, well, I'm not going to disagree see, like with two. you. Two, two is, is pretty two's good. Pretty good too. Well, two is yeah. all right because it's the direct sequel. Three is awful because it's Mr. T. And Clubber Lang? <laughs> Clubber Lang does okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine, but it's just like a nod of like, hey, well, it's it, Mr. It, T. It, it's flashy Mr. people, yeah. too, because Hulk's in that one, too. Yeah. As, uh, what was his name? Sweet Lips? Something. But then, so, it, then it's <laughs> all garbage. All garbage. Well, like, I know four. Creed's probably really good. Creed I is Creed. great. Yeah. Like, I could, I could get that's Michael that. B. Jordan carrying Sly in his back. Yeah. Yes. And, but, you know, the other one with Tommy Gunn. Oh, I mean, my gosh. That was terrible. Right. Rocky well, Five was so bad. It's it's all awful, but <laughs> how it's many concussions awful. can one man get during a fight <laughs> and not pass out? <laughs> I don't get how he's still standing. He shouldn't be able to. I don't know. Have you just seen him in normal like everyday life? I don't know how he's standing just then. Right. That's Listen true. to him talk for five seconds. Oh, I think. I mean, on top of that, I think he's had a couple botched surgeries that have killed mm. every nerve in one side of his face. Probably. <laughs> no, how to talk is half his tongue is dead. That's that's your organic <laughs> life. <laughs> Granted, like I hope that when I'm his age, though, I look like as good as he does because he's a lot older than uh, what he's I think. think. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he lifts, bro. Yes, like, he does. I'd rather like. Yeah, that's like the Hulkster now too. Like yeah. he's he's got to be what like close to seventy, probably somewhere in there. I'd rather look like Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> 
When you're on your way. <laughs> no, dude's lean, mean, never looked bad in his life. Yeah, it's because he's on speed his entire life. <laughs> Let's get real. Okay, fine. We can go with Billy Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol's in great shape as well now. Also, uh, drugs preserves it. <laughs> well, yeah, he probably jumped on that wag wagon for a while. Yeah, drugs, but like you know, not uh, not like steroids and stuff. I mean, let's be That's honest. That's true. All those guys, yeah, they were juicing hard. Yeah. Like you're gonna look at me and tell me that like Sly wasn't juicing during Rambo? No. Oh no, for sure. You're out of your mind. Sure. That dude is juicing hard. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, he looked incredible, mm. but no, no his, not a he chance. He had help. Yes, he had a lot of help. Yeah, his nuts have crawled back up inside oh, yeah. him at this point. <laughs> yeah, he has no sack. It's just <laughs> <laughs> straight Kendall. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like the misprint of uh, Kendall. You know, the one where yeah. they're like, "Whoa, we can't put this on market. Look at his face." The LOLs. Some of them have those. I saw that. Yeah, that's I was true. like, "No." Missouri opened one. And I was like, "What is that?" That's yeah. the surprise. It's going <laughs> in the trash. Is what it's that's doing. My my her, my grandmother bought that for her, and she's like, "I had no." idea that was theirs and i didn't either no I'm, I'm like that close to like i don't think sadie's gotten any sense i don't no. think anybody's bought any in a while because they're ridiculous no my daughter goes mom look at this <laughs> i was like yep that's yep, gotta that. find the trash can it's <laughs> a so wanger um so okay all right all right just just to wrap up organic as we went through oh, the weirdest tirade of whatever yeah. <laughs> you're welcome awesome segues um so we're all going with organic, yes. even though that is still kind of a frightening thing. Oh, it's to still going to be terrifying no matter what, but I'd rather take organic over mechanical any day. <laughs> all, all I want to put out there is like the one thing nobody's brought forth is Dragon Ball Z type people that can shoot things out of their, their palms. <laughs> and, yeah, well, yeah. Not, that's, that's Street Fighter. But. I know. <laughs> I, I, it's the same thing. No, but it's, it's a ball <laughs> of energy that they throw at people. Yeah, kind of, but it's different. It's anyway, just, I'm not freaking Goku. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I know. But just imagine that. That's that. I that would know. be scary. They destroyed planets in yes, that show because they got angry. Yes. And they just stood there and screamed for like an entire episode, and their hair changed color over and over and over and length. Yes, Ooh. and then you had to wait, you know, for the five minute fight scene to end. Right. Ten days later. And oh, man, it was nuts. Their fights would go on for weeks. And they would Jeez. just yell, and you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, I'm so excited. But then you'd have to wait for the next week right. for it then to Right, then they go up. to some little kid that's like, you know, ooh, got to go do this. It's like, man, I just want to see him fight. I want to see the end of it. But instead, I got to listen to him yell for five minutes. And right. rocks float in the air. And then they would fight for two seconds. And then this isn't my final form. And yeah. it just keeps going. And somebody would, like, slam a foot down on somebody and throw them into the ground. And then they'd be on the ground, like, <sighs> looking like they're dying. And then all of a sudden, they'd get back up and just, like, blow up a planet. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an insane wow, the recovery show. is so good. <laughs> So that would be frightening. That would scare the crap out of me. Anyway, we've got a great show for everybody. We're going to come back and talk about the manly, or none, the unmanly, <laughs> the unwomanly things. Yes. Gender roles and why they're stupid. <laughs> it, it's very, very dumb, but I want us to do this and have a laugh at it. Too. Yes. That's the point. Mimosas for everybody. Yeah. All right. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SalStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. 
Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascadden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascadden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascadden Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Stone's Throw Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art gallery featuring Michigan artist Bill Kersimer with his award-winning sculptures of clay and wood. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, October 8th through October 31st from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery of Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary beer or bourbon as we have a reception on the 9th of October where you get to meet the artist. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the State of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash lapeerdogpark. That's www.patronicity.com slash lapeerdogpark. Are you a nerd? 
Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. Join us this Saturday night for a full night of your 90s alternative favorites from the band Buzzbin. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. I know you love him so much. It's it's literally every single God Blessed Tread Reznor song. They all sound the same. (laughs) All of them. You could play it all back to back from the start of his career to the end of his career. Have you ever heard This Is Not a Trent Reznor song? No. No. Look it up on YouTube and give, you know, so we can play that for a second. Or This Is a Trent Reznor song. I don't know how to play it through the computer. I don't know. Well, never mind. Let's say you're asking me to do crap. I don't know how to do <laughs> I things. I thought you over. knew how to do stuff. Hang on. I, I have trust and faith in you. YouTube. You can do yeah. it. Help me out, YouTube. Let's figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. This is not a Trent Reznor song. This is a Trent Reznor song. Oh, this, this is, a tr- is a Trent Reznor song. Okay. Yes. I found it. Okay. <laughs> Um, official music video with oh, yeah. Freddie Scott. Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay, if, you could, if we could play like just a little bit of this. Let me find out. Less than 30 seconds. Yes, less, less than 30 <laughs> seconds of it. Just give people a taste um, here. I don't know how this works. I don't know which one this is. Uh, let's try these. All right. Well, never mind then. Um, Because I believe it should be the same thing well, that, that other it. stuff runs through. Is it one of these? I've got nothing, Gator. Let's just keep playing and finding out, huh? We'll find out if we're... We'll start talking, (laughs) and then we'll start... Oh, there it goes. Oh, hey. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he does throw in random percussion right then. Oh, yeah. I I see he's got a mason jar and a drumstick. Yes, yes. And the the video is absolutely just the same as what a Trent Reznor video looks like, too. Yes, it does. But that was Apocalyptica with... I know you love Corey Taylor so much, so I had to pick a Corey Taylor one with him. I'm a big fan of the Brent Smith one with them because I I like Shinedown Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, But I also... (laughs) I like Corey Taylor. The dude is good. He's, you know, he's We've been okay. over this he's one. All right. <laughs> he's got a good rock voice. I'm not going to belittle him because he, you can't. No, because can, he's well, obviously. There's talent that's there. He's not the five-finger death punch guy. Right. That's, you know, that's like, fair. <laughs> I mean, he's had two bands that he's taken and made them both number one rock bands. So yes. obviously he knows what he's doing. There are certain people you can't like deny talent. And in right. fact, I can't really deny Trent Reznor having some sort of talent because he keeps being on all the soundtracks <laughs> to movies. But so at the end of the day, he you know has a lot more success than we do. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> which I don't understand, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, but I figured I, I like apocalypse or apocalyptica because for some reason cellos that are set up to distortion pedals mm-hmm. just is awesome they're amazing yeah and then you know because they don't have like a true lead singer so they just bring in all these talented people to sing for them Mm -hmm. you know um it's really good like really really good but i you guys listen to the who the h the the who uh, not the who like that we all know okay but it's this new one that like the h the H U. Yeah, who? Um, they do a lot of um, what is it called? Like throat singing. Ooh. Yeah. Um, like like what? Like gargle marbles or no, something? No, 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 no. Um, like I don't, I don't want to not be PC about this, but it's like <laughs> Mongolian type thing. Hmm. I think that's fair. I don't know. They're really different sounding, but they do a lot of the same thing where they bring in a lot of different lead singers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Lizzie Hale. Does a song with them. I like Lizzie Hill. So good. Interesting. Yeah, let me. I'll I'll pull up something while you figure out the next question, because, you know, why not? (laughs) Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, (laughs) the the topic going forward. Uh, The the manly and no, just unmanly things and the unwomanly things. The things that don't fit the gender roles, the gender stereotypes. Speaking of which, I thought there was supposed to be mimosas for this segment. Yeah, you promised mimosas. (laughs) Well, and unfortunately, I do not drink, so (laughs) you're gonna be on your own for providing that. You could have orange juice. It's true. I know. It's interesting. <laughs> it's a lot of throat singing. They're they're actually pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have like a lot of different lead singers on there and this one is the one I was just playing. It's um called Song of Women featuring Lizzie Hale. Mm-hmm. I could get I could get behind. <laughs> so good. Um Oh well. Yeah, enough random music. The segues and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how far off track we are at this point. So, but, it's... but we're on the second question of the week, yes? Yes. 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 Which is the fun question Which of... Which is the fun question of what unmanly thing... So this, this, I go through this a lot because as I've grown up, and you know... Yeah, as I've grown up my entire life, I've been like, God, there's so many just not manly things that I do. And one of them, like, the reason this came up is I changed the wallflower in my house. For those of you that don't know what a wallflower is, Bath and Body Works makes (laughs) a plug-in. Yeah. And they're fantastic. Go out, do yourself a favor, buy one of these things. It's amazing. It beats all their plugins completely. All I will say is that if you do buy one, be cautious Mm -hmm. of when they go empty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you can burn your house down. That's very true. (laughs) They get super, super hot. Really hot. I've replaced many a plugs that are all burned and scorched up and they're like Oh, must have been from my plug-in. Like, you think? (laughs) Which is weird because I've had them go empty and then they've been in there for a wee bit and nothing terrible has happened I don't know that, man. Because I'm telling you, I've replaced more melted plastic black scorched outlets in bathrooms than I can even begin to count. They just put it in there and they're like, it's there forever. Yeah. Well, that, you know, know, a lot of them forget about them. (laughs) Like, True. Yeah, yeah. Why does my bathroom stink now? Well, that thing's been dead for like three years. <laughs> Sorry, Gertrude. <laughs> that Fix smells it. like a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the, uh, you know, it's a fantastic spell. And what happened was when I was in college or whatever, you're up there and you're around the guys or whatever. And it's yeah. stinky dorm, stinky, you know, apartment, whatever. You're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. And you come back home and you're like, oh, mom, why does the house smell so good all the time? What do you have plugged in? And she's like, oh, it's the wallflowers. Cucumber, melon, wallflowers. <laughs> yes, that yep. was her scent. Like, but, you know, and I'm like, oh. This cucumber melon's amazing. Pumpkin uh, cupcake. Okay. Yes. Personally, personally, Japanese cherry blossom, but the go. autumn smells, anything with apple in it yes. is really Cinnamon good. apple is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I have one in that's called Autumn right now. Okay. It's just amazing. It smells like fall. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Uh, At least you're not one that goes to pine. I never like understood pine. people that no. go to pine stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in a log cabin, different story. I'm expecting yeah. to smell that. Mm-hmm. But when I go in your house that has brand new, like, granite countertops, mm-hmm. I don't want to smell a tree. Uh, story time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, the reason this comes about is one of the few times, the first times that I went into, like, the Bad Body Works thing, I walked in, I, you know, and I'm, like, apprehensively, like, <laughs> looking around or whatever. You're like every dude that walks in for t- Victoria's Secret. Yes, yes, <laughs> except I'm there shopping for myself, right, which is exactly. why this is weird. Yes. And, you know, where I've never gone into Victoria's Secret, I'm like, I don't know if I should be here, but at least when I'm there, I'm not shopping for myself. Right. Um, you usually account, like, following some somebody or buying a present yes yeah yes a very dirty present um so i hope it's it's clean (laughs) gross um but you know when you're (laughs) when you're there at the the bath body works thing they like you're walking around you're looking at the different scents and they're super helpful they want to help you right so they come up and they're just like hey can i get you what are you looking for and i'm like well i'm looking for wallflowers i'm looking for certain scents or whatever and they're like oh is this for like your girlfriend i'm like no is this for your mom no and they're like who's it for my house i'm like it's for me okay (laughs) and they're like oh we've got like some really masculine scents and like so i i got their i don't want those (laughs) No, I didn't. Right. And that's it. They went and got like this teak wood one or whatever. Screw that. Oh, Gustav Petrikov loves it. But <laughs> it's one of those things where like they got this thing for like, yeah, sure. And I plugged it in. Does it smell good? Yes. But it smells like all the cologne that I already have. Right. I want to walk in the house and be like, oh, it's like it's like a pretty lady lives here. Right. You like know? Clean, well, and even like fresh linens. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like clean linens yeah. would do the same thing. I, you know. It doesn't need to be overly fruity. It's not that I don't mind oh, no, if it I is. I want it overly fruity, right. though. Like, it's not that I don't mind if it is. It's just I don't need, you know, tobacco and cedar wood. <laughs> I'm not. I'm okay without that. Well, I, I plugged in the teak wood one, and I'm like, this smells like the cologne that I wear, which, to be honest, when I do put on the cologne, like, I think it smells good, but it irritates me after a while. Oh, there you go. Well, maybe you're putting too much on. I've been why not just do the one spray uh, I don't know that yeah. yeah but I mean it's not necessarily that it's just once it's the only thing that you smell anything that that's gets true there, yeah it, it just, wears on me yeah but like I say I had Sarah buy mine she was like what do you want for Christmas or your birthday I, like, I don't know buy me cologne what kind do you wear like I care <laughs> That's, Which one do you like? You're the one that's got to smell it. Right. Me. I'll be fine. <laughs> that's the way to go, right? Like if, if Well, she bought me good stuff. Apparently, it works really well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. She hasn't told me don't wear that anymore. <laughs> no, if a lady comes up to me and she goes, this smells really good. I'm wearing it all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I don't wear cologne for me. I don't really like wearing it that often. Right. Well, I, just, I shaved my neck yesterday, and then this morning I put cologne on and went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just it, whatever. But yeah, so I, I didn't want that. I didn't want the manly smell. I wanted the I wanted the lady smell. I wanted it to smell nice. And so going through, going forward, I'm like, yeah, I changed this out. And 
my God, I have a lot of moments where you could say that I'm unmanly. I think we both do. I, yeah, probably. It's fair. You're right. It's, it's fair. Okay. It's, no, it's all right because the general thing's kind of dumb anyway. But it let's is. have a laugh at our expenses. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's and I'm sure there are times that Rose is not very girly. Yeah. <laughs> or are we barking up the wrong tree here? This is a very pink, sparkly tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to the, so a, a little glitter-filled. <laughs> We're talking the about bombs. the lady that walked into, you know, the last time we were out together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looked like a disco ball. Right. I mean. A very cute disco ball. Thank well, you. Well, yes, yes. No one's saying anything mean about that. Right. But, like, your shoes sparkle. Like, legitimately, you're walking around yeah. with disco balls on your feet. I mean, we do expect to see, like, you come in and go, hey, guys, guess what I bought this weekend? And it's a glitter-filled rainbow bath bomb i have what's well, awesome. it's shaped like a unicorn or something it was shaped like an easter egg actually oh, okay there but, you go but it was really really glittery and it had yeah. glittery stuff on the inside too well you do kickboxing too though don't you yeah. see, see there, there we go there we go Which, yeah and i also you know cut heads off of snakes in the garden and gut deer see there i have we to go. dig real deep for those though but, <laughs> right. so i asked my kids i said does mommy do anything that's you know kind of like you know like a guy would do right and steven's throwing all these things that are definitely like more girly than anything else and so he goes <laughs> you have really terrible farts well thank you because she's like bringing in the truth right? she's oh, so honest no. and no filter so <laughs> Kids, so my, you gotta love them. That's my manly stuff right there. <laughs> there you go. Guys, well, I mean, we do this. Guys are, we're very flatulent. Uh, <laughs> we're not shy about it, though. No, because, like, in the, so, this is so hilarious, because you're, you're out with the ladies, and you're like, I, I'm like, I, I won't fart around a woman. I'm like, I won't do it. I'll be, you know, like, general, gentlemanly or whatever. Yeah. You know, so on Chivalrous. So forth. Chivalrous, yes. yes. I'm in the house of Corey, and I'm like... And I'm like, did you hear that one? It's fantastic. <laughs> and he looked at, was that you? Right. You know. Well, and I mean, I, I think we're all the same way. That in like a group of people, mm-hmm. you know, or in a radio studio where the room is super tiny. Well, yeah, because we shut try the door not to. And we would yeah, die. try not to because you know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. But let's make an attempt not to. But when I'm alone or when I'm at my house and it's just sure. like my family, oh no, there's no hold back. See, like I, I would maintain the thing that like if I'm in a relationship or with something, I'm just not gonna do that around them. I'll do my best. I'll go to a different room. Maybe I'll you know hide out in the garage or something like that. <laughs> the fart palace. That's well, sometimes you just don't get that much notice, though, and you're like, ooh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, but we do have different dietary uh, habits, yeah, generally true. speaking. But, no, I mean, that was one of my stipulations for getting married as well. Mm-hmm. Like, when Sarah and I got married or we were talking about getting married, she asked, she, she was like, well, what's on your make it break it list? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have and or have to have or not have and that kind of thing? And I told her two things. Mm -hmm. And I said, I I want whoever I marry to own a firearm Mm -hmm. because that just falls in line with what I do. And number two, I want them to be comfortable enough to fart in front of me. It's a weird stipulation. I've been married oh, over good, 10 though. years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, clearly you're doing something right, whereas me going out and hiding in the garage to sneak hey, farts away. Everybody farts. Uh, don't get me wrong. Everyone. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. Like right. I mean, you should be at that point. You should be comfortable with each other. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very very healthy. I just 
I don't know. I, I'm not talking about like cupping one and throwing it at <laughs> no. him. Like you don't have to indulge <laughs> into cup it and throw it at him. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I'm not saying you have to, you know, indulge into the flatulence and like make a big show about it. Hey, Han, come here. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had eggs today. Can you tell? <laughs> right. Like, you don't have to dive into them, but at the same time, like, if it happens, let it happen. There's no there's no shame in, like, oh, my bad, you know? And it gives the perfect opportunity for every dad joke available, where it's like, who stepped on a duck? You know? I mean, you have to make the jokes. Oh, well, yeah. No, it works. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You fall so been married to your wife or ever. <laughs> right. I mean, that makes a big difference. <laughs> but... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. That's something I'm not well, looking forward to. Rodney says, fart in front of her. Trust me, she will now feel comfortable with you. <laughs> I mean, depending on the stage of the relationship yes, there, Rodney. And th- this is this is what I was getting at. It, it yeah. does. It depends I mean, on the like stage. day number three? No, she's not comfortable around you. She's comfortable away from you. <laughs> what you have to understand is most of my relationships haven't lasted that long. That's so. fair. Yeah. I mean, so it, well, like, you you were in a long-term relationship, yes. though. You've been in a couple. Yeah, anyway. a couple, yeah. And longest one went on for... Four years. Four years. Did you fart in front of her? I mean, it happened. I'm exactly sure it did. Exactly my point. You know. I mean, like, there are times... Like, I have I have IBS. I don't get a choice right. when things start acting up. So yeah. there are moments where I'm just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, and not only that, but when you get to the point of your relationship that you're you're enjoying the intimate times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly my point. We're children. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. I mean, in Sexy those moments, it, it happens. <laughs> like, you can be in there and everything's going, and you're like, man, this is going well. And then... You know, you're using a lot of muscles and you're moving a lot of things. I, well, I not to get too things far. squeak. <laughs> you know what? Air builds up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Kind of happens. Yes. Yeah, they don't like it when you laugh at that, though. No, don't. Oh, acknowledge- I laugh too. Yeah, well, because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like our own personal whoopee cushion. No. I am also a child. <laughs> but that's the thing: is as a guy, you don't get to laugh first. You can't you can. help it. Yes, you, you can. can. No, you, you can't. You stop it. No, because we know, though. We can see your face, yeah. usually. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the situation, right? <laughs> I keep her blindfolded. That way, every time she queefs, she can't see me laugh. <laughs> Is it for kink games? No, it's just to stop embarrassment. But, I mean, if you're going to, like, let it happen, I mean, what's the other purpose of buying the wallflowers? Like, if I need to... Like, I need to buy wallflowers to compete against what I do every day. It mixes in. It, like, mingles. Now it's apple, cinnamon, fart bomb. I don't... That feels like crap-filled Japanese cherry blossom trees. It's a Japanese cherry blossom trees if I stuck toilet paper and wipe my ass with it at the end of the day. What kind of cucumber melon is this? (laughs) The kind that gets used during the sexy times. Uh, (laughs) Throw that one away. We don't need that one. Oh, my God. Oh, a rabbit hole today, huh? Oh, man, that was so good. That was a good rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. Normally we can see your face. Not always. 
Oh, man. Oh, but normally, yes, they can see your face. And when you start oh. to smirk, because I can't, I can't. You've seen my poker face. You've seen me. I'm right. very, everything I do is very transparent. I can't lie or hide things. I'm always like, ooh, when something bad happens, I, I'd be, that's the one thing I fear about being a parent, right? Like, because when a little kid hurts themselves, you're supposed to be like, oh, are you okay, buddy? No, and you like, don't uh, ask. Well, or, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you smile and you try to be whatever. You give them a high five. Yeah. Like you encourage it. You don't You don't ask about if it hurt right. or are you okay. You're just like, dude, that was awesome. Right. But <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like you do that, right? Right. That's trained. Don't I worry. I immediately go, oh. <laughs> Anyone that is a parent, you can tell the new parents from the old ones exactly by that. Go to a playground and watch when, like, if they only have one kid. And they're somewhat newer at parenting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fall off a swing or off a jungle gym or something. And you see that parent stand up and get all freaked out. Then you watch the other one. It's like a kid falls off a slide and <laughs> dislocates the shoulder. And you're like, they're, you know, other parents, are they okay? It's like, you good, bro? All right, yeah. Get back up there. Just shake it off. You're fine. Right. Dude, <laughs> you did a flip. <laughs> good job. You awesome. You had the summer camp that I used to work at. They had a low ropes course, and you had to be like, uh, you had to hold your hands up to make sure the right. kids wouldn't fall or whatever. Well, and and I would sit there and like be braced and be like, ah, and I'm like, <laughs> look, they would make fun of me so much. Like the instructors are, you take this way too seriously. I'm like, I can't let kids get hurt. Well, and I mean, let's be fair about the summer camp you worked at. <laughs> Some of those kids could not afford to fall off of a low ropes. I mean. No. <laughs> yeah, like that. That your situation was much different. Like you really needed to pay attention because certain things could happen and kids could get really injured on little things. It I wouldn't mean, take much. You're right, but like at the end of the day, I'm just saying this is this is my reaction. So yes, like when when it's to I'm still anything. gonna freak out when little kids bleed. <laughs> You go look at my thumb. <laughs> um, but, oh no! So I know I can't. I can't hide anything. Like that's just not gonna happen. But I can sneak out to the garage and fart in my own privacy. Yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah, you go out in the car. Why does your car always smell so bad? Well, you found the fart palace. <laughs> um, yeah, that's but, where I cook them. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. a whole different episode of Breaking Bad. Um, right? Yeah, I'm the chef. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, yeah, all right. I don't know how deep we want to get because we got like three minutes before a uh, break. Oh, so wow, we're, 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 push, really... we're pushing something back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's okay, so then let's preface some or we'll have to speed bag something. I, well, I don't want you to speed bag anything because that sounds really painful and things dangle more than I'd like anyway. I'm not that fast, uh, and they're not that firm. Um, <laughs> So I'm not really worried about the speed. It is the pressure. And wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Hey, everybody. Welcome over for discussion. Today we've oh, talked about man. alien life forms, the uh, manly, unmanly things you do, whether or not Sylvester Stallone is a good actor or not. Oh, and laughing while queefing. Right. And <laughs> speed bagging something that shouldn't be speed bagged. Speed bagged. All right. Killing it. Um, no, but <laughs> Staying on topic. Let's go. Really getting through things today. So we, we're going to take a break pretty soon here. But when we get back, I do want to hit into some of the things people did talk about. Oh, yeah. Totally. Because there's some funny ones and, like, relatable ones and Oh, totally. Ones. Yes. And and we actually have a bit of activity going on. Um, 
Rodney says, oh, my God, I'm dying here. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing his butt off, which is great. Um, Katie, first time tuning into this, 10 out of 10, would watch again. <laughs> Well, we didn't scare away too many people. Thank goodness for that. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. Appreciate it. No, and so, I mean, and with the activity, though, this is great. Mm -hmm. If you guys didn't answer the question, if maybe you didn't see it throughout the week or you're new to this, whatever it may be, obviously we read your comments. Mm -hmm. So when we pose the question, you can answer in real time. Yeah, and so if there are, like, if you're a dude and you do something really unmanly, tell us. Right. If you're a lady and you do something that's very masculine, let us know because we're going to get to this uh, as soon as we get back from this break here. Yes, and Here's odds are we've done it as well. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. As being the most feminine man I know, definitely. Right. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Solid State Radio. You get over to a house, you walk over to a door, you start pounding on the door, you say, open up the door, bitch, it's Wolf of Goo with the green teeth, let me in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthie, and in studio with me are my co-hosts, Gator Grant Hi. and Rose. Hello. And before we hit the break, we were talking about, like, the opposite gender role sort of thing that you do. You know, what are, what's the real unmanly things that you do as a guy? What's the, what's the masculine things that you do as a woman? And right. <laughs> Important stuff. Yes. Important stuff. Well, it's yes. hilarious. It's hilarious. It is inspired by my love for Bath and Body Works. So <laughs> wallflowers, wallflowers, and hand soaps, and oh right. my god! So going through one of my favorite to just jump right off the bat, right off the bat. Like yeah. my, my buddy Chad goes, I sit to pee at home. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and it, like that sparked the argument. Like we talk about that, like the oh, I'm a man, I gotta stand up when I pee. Like when you're at home, you probably should sit down when you go, right? Like it makes a lot more sense. It creates not a lot of backsplash, right? You know where you stand up when you pee, when you're yeah. outside or at a urinal. I mean, yeah. I mean, like seriously, there's really no other. <laughs> what I liked about it though, because I read this yeah. as well. I read your back and forth because I was like, that's perfect. Oh. And what I liked was, I'm at home. I don't need this carnival game bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that was always my idea. That was my, you know, uh, copyright, goat boy, I don't know, whatever. My, <laughs> my, my biggest idea was to have... At urinals, this was supposed to eliminate the backsplash and the peeing on the floors, at, yeah. you know, at the bars and stuff. You put a target? Yeah, you put a target in the balloon. <laughs> oh, you like, wanted to go full out. Yeah, no, like it actually has the balloon. Like, I feel like that would eliminate urinating on the floors because drunk people like games. Well, I mean, the, yes, <laughs> they do. Now, here's my concern is that you got a drunk person that... They come in, and they have to hit the button to blow up the balloon, mm -hmm. right? And everybody enjoys hearing the balloon pop. Yes. Like, that's your that's why you go to the carnival games is you squirt the water at the paddle, and it pops the balloon, right? Well, I want to win the animal. Right, but, like, the joy of playing <laughs> that game specifically is the pop of the balloon. I feel like it's because I had my best chances of winning. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the best carnival game that I'm actually able to do. Right, yeah. that's fair. Now... 
you get a bunch of drunk dudes in a restroom. <laughs> yes. That, I mean, I, okay, I'm a dude. I've spent enough time in men's bathroom to know that there's a lot of dudes out there that do not wash their hands. They do not. It's gross. Mm. Like, the number would be staggering. Well, it like, would blow your mind. <laughs> pees, urine is ammonia-based, right? Like, that's that's pretty much what that is. Well, it's sterile. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I just wash my hands with that. Yeah. Gross. Okay. <laughs> but... All I'm saying is with the amount of people that do not wash their hands anyway, which is just mind-boggling to me. Absolutely. Number two, if they don't get the balloon to pop, what do you think that the drunk guy is going to do? I don't, I don't know. Dude. He's going to hit that paddle with his finger. You think so? That's gross. They're no drunk. Yeah, they don't wash their hands already. That's that's different than actually sticking your finger where you just peed. I and don't. other people pee, too. And other people, They yes. don't care. They don't care. I think they do. Well, then they don't. Then if they do care, it's the one thing they do care about in the bathroom. And you're, well, you're probably right on Because that everything else is either subconsciously don't care or actively don't care. Because <laughs> it is disgusting. It's so bad. It is god-awful. Like, we went, Sarah and I went to Black Rock on Friday. Okay. Awesome, awesome restaurant. Okay. They have the one, I loved it. I don't like the idea that they make you cook your own steak. You don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. Huh? You can get them to cook it for you and it's just as good. But here's the thing is their bathrooms had the greatest thing ever. And I don't know why they don't exist in more places yet. Yeah. And it's a step and pull for the bathroom door on the inside. Instead of having to grab it or push it or whatever, it's this little plate on the on the bottom end of the door. You put your foot on there and you open the door with your with the bottom Ooh. of your shoe. Oh. It's amazing. And why that's not a thing right now in more places, I don't understand. Because it's perfect. I don't know. Bathroom solutions are very weird to me to begin with. I like bathroom solutions. <laughs> I do too, but it's I don't I don't know. It's, it's there's some strange stuff. It's all I'm saying. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the sitting down to pee thing. I think that's fantastic. Yes, one. great choice. Easy cleanup because you don't make a mess. That's <laughs> how I taught my son potty training. That's how you teach every boy how to potty yes, train. Have to. Oh, guaranteed. It, it <laughs> leads to weird times because, like, uh, you know, as a you gotta teach your son at some point to pull like the the underwear down to where just the member pops up like the yeah. piece standing up yeah that way you don't end up like goat at the vipers game at the vipers <laughs> game where he's standing at the urinal with <laughs> pants around ankles yes and you know hockey game at <laughs> least 25 people in the restroom you know well, pre-covid times back well, how and everybody used to be. peed in a giant bathtub anyway basically I think there were actual urinals. Oh, at were this there one. actual ones? Yeah, okay. this wasn't uh, the Joe or uh, right because there's a lot of places that the guy's bathroom there are no individual urinals. Giant trough. It's a giant trough with just water running constantly, and you just shoulder to shoulder, shoulder up to next to some dude, and that's just what you do. Because that's not awkward. No, it's, it's real awkward when you're behind your dad and you look at the guy that's standing next to your dad and he kind of like looks down or yeah, whatever. When you're you like, see oh. people sneak peeks, yeah. like that's got to be super awkward. You looking down at like the next guy, like, no, dude, it's, well, it's you a, good for you. The guy protocol is <laughs> right. you don't do that. Yeah, like, the dude protocol <laughs> is you keep your eyes forward. <laughs> yeah, but you're not to supposed say. to look over. That that raises. How do a lot you control yourself though? It's like easy. You just, well, you just don't want to look at dongs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> How do you control yourself? <laughs> it could be hard if you were into them. I could I could understand. See, the I, I think it would be overload. 
Like it would just be too Tongue much. Overload. <laughs> well, then, like I mean, even if you were like, I'm really into these. If you were up there, you'd just be like, there's too many. Well, I mean, and ones you don't want to see. That's where I was. That's where I was going with it because like you could take me to a place and you're just like, all right, now when you walk into this room, all you're gonna see are tits, and you're like, oh, yes. all right, right, cool, sweet. And you walk in, and the lady's like, all right, here's my tits, and you're like, oh my god. She's like really old. She just lifts up her shirt like just a little bit, right. just a little bit. Like then, I can almost see. Your belt. <laughs> I can see your belt and your nipples. That's a very weird thing. I can see your underwear and your boobs at the same time. Right. Sometimes <laughs> I tuck them into my underwear. Yeah. Anyway. But manly things that women do, and well, I mean, once again, we're doing stereotypical. So, it's, 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 so manly things that women do, and womanly things that men do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's meant to be more like the comical. Hey, because we have this, we have this weird connotation, this weird yes. hang-up, and it's it's a fake thing because we all do it. Like, right. For the most part, but for the most you know, part. yes, because you have this thing where I'm like, I, I naturally should be able to fix things. I should be able to. Fi- I'm the man. I should be able to fix things. I should sure. be able to take things apart. I cannot do this. That's I, okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can. I've learned over the years, right? But it doesn't come natural to me, like whatsoever. Right. So, I, if you I know, remember right, though, before we derailed in last sec- rough, section, rough calloused hands. <laughs> I don't have rough calloused, calloused hands. Well, no. that happens. I'm okay. Feel my hands, Gabe. I'm not supposed to right now. (laughs) But, you know, if we look back anyway, I think we said that Rose guts deer Mm -hmm. and has super (laughs) farts. Super farts. And I forget what the third one was. Oh, when I garden and I see, like, snakes and stuff. Oh, yeah, you'll chop their head off and all that. Because my grandmother used to have me do that when I was younger because she was afraid of snakes. So she's like, cut that off, cut that off. Oh, there you go. I mean, I'm with you. I I don't (laughs) want to see snakes in the garden either. Nope, I'm good on that. And we know that goat does wallflowers. Yeah, I do wallflowers. I drink the most girly drinks that you could ever imagine. That's okay. Right now, it's Shirley Temples because I don't have alcohol. Like, I can't have alcohol. But Except like, for whiskey cherries. Except we for the whiskey we cherries. We established that whiskey yeah. cherries are okay. It's okay. Uh, but, I mean, like, back when I could, uh, you know drink mm-hmm. i would go and you know i wanted whatever the weird fruity concoction right was. you want to say something different from hops and barley or whatever <laughs> is in whiskey so i i, I want i don't i just want i want girly fruity whatever yeah, i mean if it has an umbrella in it, it's gonna be so great and like yeah you make fun of me whatever i'll drink cosmos all day they're right. fantastic dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, without a doubt. Why? You know. Why do you want to drink the thing that tastes like uh, death? I <laughs> right. Like tequila sunrises are pretty freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. Pina coladas get yes. out of town. Especially those ones where they stack it with the strawberry daiquiris yes. too. Those are delicious. So good. Like I went into a bar and they're like a chocolatini. That sounds fantastic. Ooh. And they brought it out to me and my buddy's just like, oh yeah, real manly there. <laughs> and I'm like, I mine tastes fantastic. Right. <laughs> I enjoy it. That's all that matters. You know, Which is the underlying thing in all of this. Exactly. Is simply, if you enjoy it, mm-hmm. then that's all that that's matters. That's You know, rolls are stupid. Right. And, you know, so I got a couple guys that do, like, the, the face care routines, right? Yeah, they facials on, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. masks. Yeah, I asked Corey about that as well. Um, yeah. Because I have facial hair. No. And I'm, I'm super curious about them. 
you gotta be careful. So I bought, <laughs> I right. bought a charcoal mask, right? Thinking mm-hmm. like this is gonna be great. Be careful around the eyebrows. Uh, That's fair. I got a little in that, and that was a rough time. Um, but like for me, I don't shave with a straight razor. Right. So you gotta you as soon as you get near beard region you gotta See, be careful and that's the thing is like my beard i shave it down yes quite a bit and you should be fine well no i mean as far as like the level of where the hair starts yeah is my hair will start like a quarter inch <laughs> below my freaking eyes oh no i know i've got like a couple tufts that are right there uh, too exactly and so like if you're going well be careful around the hair region it's like okay so i can put it like eyeliner like i'm going to a football game <laughs> And then, like, right here. But, and that's about it. But you shave your face. That's I mean, the at difference. at times, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but well, that, when you want to use this stuff, you have to shave your face. That's okay. The, that's the general consensus. Gotcha. Like, because otherwise you're pulling out hair from the roots in your face, and that hurts so How long does bad. it take? Huh? How long does it take? Uh, about 20 minutes or so. Depends. I don't... 20? Yeah, it, they, they recommend somewhere, like, between 15 minutes to, I think, like, 45 minutes. I so, don't know. I watched the entire Star Wars movie with the charcoal one. <laughs> so, curiosity, obviously, getting the best of me on this one. Uh-huh. Um, how much does it actually suck to peel off? It depends on what kind you get. There's some really good ones that peel out really like easily, and mm-hmm. there's some that you they, you feel like you're taking your skin off too. That's why I don't do the peel off ones. Yeah, okay. I do clay. The clay? charcoal one. Does that just wipe off? Yeah. So you just wipe it off. Oh, okay. So I have right one on. that you. It's like a powder, and you mix it with water, and right. then you put it on. There you go. See, I like I like the peel off ones because I like it to feel like it's actually doing something. I mean, I'm not saying that one doesn't. I don't know. I've never used it, but like when I when you peel it off, you see all the little imperfections that come off with the mask. Like right? all the poor dirt and everything yeah. just rips it right out. It, it shows it's all like okay. Yeah. It's like those nose strips that you can do that you put over your nose and you take yeah. it off and you see like all the stuff come oh, off. Oh, because everybody has giant freaking pores on your nose. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. don't feel self conscious, people. Everybody's <laughs> Everybody <does> got them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. The one part of your body that gets the most sun. But, what do you expect to have happen? Oh, I know. I know. But it's, it's you know, so, like, that's that's kind of the, the thought there. I mean, I guess it really just depends. If the, the charcoal one, that hurt when I took it off. Like, right. all around. I'm I mean, just curious. Not, I th- I want- it's nothing like, terrible. I, w- I, w- I would love to try it. Honestly, <laughs> I might have, I might still have it somewhere. Dude, bring it in next week. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll next week, it. well, I'll do facials then. Yeah, I did have one, and um, you know, I, I, re- I obviously I have my phone using right now because I need to keep track of two different streams at yeah. the moment. Um, but I did have one that stood out to me anyway. Um, like the other ones, there's always these like. Well, you know, I enjoy whiskey or a good cigar and this yeah, and that. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. You know, good for you. Um, me too. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I had one and the guy said, um, um, Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. He enjoys watching Hallmark movies. Whoa. Right, which is a bit of a deep dive as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like, I, I don't even know if that's like feminine as much as it is old. <laughs> Well, and I mean, I don't know which ones he didn't name any specifically um, for me, but, you know, he put it in there with a question mark, like, does this count? I'm like, I think it counts. I would think so. I mean, I think it does. But at the same time, once again, if you enjoy them, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, I don't want to sit down and watch them. Not because I'm an ultra-masculine dude and self-conscious about what other people think of me. Not because of that. Just simply... 
it's a low quality film. I don't think they're that good. No. <laughs> you know, I'd rather watch something that is a little bit better produced mm -hmm. that I can't predict the ending of right off like the first five minutes. Oh, this person and this person are going to end up together. Right. Like they hate each other now. Okay, yeah, they're going to get together by the end. Right. They hate each other now. They're going to get together. There's going to be a conflict and they're going to break up for a little bit, but then something's going to happen. They're going to get back together at the end. Yeah. Who's the third <laughs> one that's going to be part of this triangle that's going to mess everything up that everybody's going to learn that is, you know, he's had a hard life growing up and now we have to support him. Like, I know how this is going to work. I just don't want to hear it. They and, all have uh, the same formula. Right. And oh, so, so if bad. you like it, though, go for it. Have yeah. a field day. Whatever. You it's, know, I've got plenty myself. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you like what you like. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. I just, it's their low caliber films. Yeah. But I have friends that are deeply into the horror genre, right? Which, Which also have a same lot of low caliber yes. films. <laughs> exactly. They're mass produced at low cost. Mm -hmm. And I do not like them. So no, it, it is good. what it is. But yeah, that is an interesting one. That is yeah. different. Like the whole Hallmark Lifetime sort of thing. If you like it, you like it, man. Sure. Whatever. Different strokes for different folks. But I will say like for me personally anyway, uh, we touched on this to begin with a little bit. Um, I do dye my wife's hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoy learning how to do that correctly, how to do it the right way, yeah. uh, different ways to get different colors in and different blends, how to tone it, how to bleach it properly, all those sorts of things. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know what about it makes me go, that's really cool. But it does. I just enjoy it. There's, like, there's a science to it, mm -hmm. which is incredible because a lot of people look at it like, oh, they went to you know cosmetic schools for, you know, whatever six months <laughs> and now they're they can do it so it can't be that hard it's like dude it's really hard like oh, i suck at it but i can get the product to come out the way we need to whatever um i enjoy those i don't know why i just do um the makeup tutorials i enjoy those something fierce as well it's just it's cool like I've watched, uh, there's like the microblading thing. Oh yeah, where people they like basically the tattoo yeah, their eyebrows no. in. Um, that was pretty neat. I, that seems a little far fetched for me. Uh, but then I saw like uh, I watched a tutorial on um, uh, string, like the hair removal for strings. Oh yeah, where they use strings to put lines and pull hair out of mm -hmm. you know and shape things and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. And then I thought about it. I was like, I don't know if I could make these hands do that. <laughs> threading, I think Cat, is what it's Yeah, threading. Yeah. It was yeah. probably a weird game for you. That was really hard for me. <laughs> I learned my own way to do it, but oh. boy, was it hard. Um, on the same realm as yo-yos. Yo-yos yeah. were really tough doing the flags and uh, the um, um, Eiffel Towers and stuff like that. That was really tough. I had a hard time getting it to go down and then come back up. See, so yeah. uh, I, can, I, I can't I, do that either. I can kill with a yo-yo now. Oh, well, I'm, I'm absolutely positive. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of time spent and a lot of yo-yos in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but on top of I mean, after that, like, I, I enjoy the, um, like, painting nails. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. So mm -hmm. what I think it's coming down to is I love seeing color go into something mm -hmm. and effectively. You know, yeah. I used to paint my nails when I was younger. I, they looked good. Like, I did a good job. Yeah, like I learned to do the marbling. Like, you know, the marbled Ooh, nails? Oh, my God. Yeah, I taught myself how to do that. And that, ask Sarah about that, because I only got to do it once, and we haven't done it since because it's super freaking messy. But super cool and turned out wicked. But it's a lot of fun, you know? Spa day at Gator's house. I can't do massages for crap. You get like deep tissue and tickle. <laughs> I, you know, and that's it's a tough thing. Like massage the like I don't I don't massage friends. 
I never do that. Like, I no, don't go up and weird. give massages to my buddies or whatever. That's always right. more of an intimate thing. And, like, I'd be weird to do that with friends because, you know. Be like, we're getting a little close here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we just start rubbing Gator's shoulder, and I'm going to be like, and how's your nipple? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what I do. We need more oil. I, this right. is just what I'm used to. I'm sorry. Right. This is what it always leads. Does this mean we're having sex? <laughs> no, I got a headache, bro. <laughs> That's what she always said. <laughs> Oh, man. My stomach hurts. No, but there's, I mean, there's plenty of things. I think both sides, you know, will jump into more or less the other team's playbook for a little bit. Oh, you know, sure. You know, there's different things that are going to have like, a good time. Like, what I of... enjoy, what I will say, though, is like the whole cooking aspect. Mm-hmm. That has changed from being a female or a male thing. That is no, a totally thing. fluid thing now. Which is great. And yes. that's what we really need to get like more focused on and going forward as a society as a whole. Um because they're just there is it like this whole guys have to be the ones that fix things. It's it's not really a no. thing. Like a lot of a lot of the girls that uh posted on the show, that's what they were saying is like, Hey, I fix this, I do this and you know Right. You can watch sports and be a girl like that's fine. Score a goal unit. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. Root for a team or (laughs) whatever you want to do. If you don't know the game, then ask. But if, trust me, there are games that Sarah will ask me and be like, well, what are the rules? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are we watching rugby? It's the only thing on. Well, how do you score? You put the ball on the ground somewhere, <laughs> but they just they run around and hit people. It's kind of neat to watch. It's just it's it's interesting to me because they'll throw it out there, and you know, yeah, it, it's seen as this masculine thing to watch football as a right. as a woman, and it's like no, it's not. They can like football. Right. Why not? They it's wear an entertainment they wear costumes. Thing to be- I was saying, and they're good looking football guys. pants. I mean, come on. Right, like you're seeing a bunch of guys that dedicate their lives to physical fitness. And being agile, mm-hmm. and they're wearing skin tight clothes. Right. So I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And right. Let, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. It's a competition. It's a game. Who is more competitive between men and women most of the time? Usually, the females are ultra so competitive all the time. <laughs> oh man, yeah. When they when they're into something, oh, sit back. You're you're not winning this one. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You ever been in an argument? Of course you have. <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> I might have a little experience there. I'm just saying. I mean, it makes sense. Like, that's not, it's not necessarily has to be looked at that way. It's just the funny thing. Like, you go to the bar and you're a guy and you want a mimosa, have a mimosa. It's fine. They're good. It tastes fantastic. (laughs) Why do you don't have to drink the poison? Let's go do brunch. Brunch is like, supposedly like a girly thing. Brunch yes. is awesome. Dude, food is awesome. You want to go get food with me? I'm down because I want food. Are crepes considered feminine? I I don't know. I would think so. Because I, I will make time in my day for a crepe. Oh, I think it's like a, a cultural delight, really. But I, I mean, so. it's they're I, so good. I don't necessarily. I mean, but then again, I guess I guess you could see that. You I mean, because they're like delicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if drinks that. can be feminine, then yeah. there has to be food that can be mm-hmm. feminine. I think it's just the French aspect to it, because somewhere along the lines, the whole American. It's like yeah, the American French men were idea. feminine people. Uh, yeah. we, we, uh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't suggest. I wouldn't think that like escargot would be feminine, though. No, I wouldn't uh, think so. So either. I don't think it's like the whole French thing. No, but like a chocolate mousse. Yes, a baguette, could, something like delicate uh, and like yeah. I, I mean, could like, see. Like, yeah, yeah, I think there's just the delicacy mm-hmm. or the the soft or. Mm-hmm. You know, um, set or you know, just very fragile. Mm-hmm. The way they smoke cigarettes, right? I mean, <laughs> legitimately. 
it's it's not I say there is the American way which is you hold everything like a big giant cigar and it's like I'm worried about how I look as a man it's like <laughs> Buddy, you look like an idiot because you're killing yourself. <laughs> like, just get over that fact real quick, right, right. you know. But it, yeah, it's just it's not really it's not really a thing. It just it isn't. Like you you like what you like, and yeah, go ahead, do it up. I mean, I am gonna say that there gets to be some sort of a weird oh, thing. Oh, they broke something over there. Opa. Oh no! Oh no! Our neighbors broke something. Yep, not our fault. <laughs> we didn't do it. I didn't do it. This yeah. time. So they can't hear us. I we're think, not that laughing. I think we're going to end this portion on that segment. We're just going to go ahead and say, you know, you do you. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Go out and have those girly umbrella drinks. They're fantastic. Watch your Hallmark movies. Paint yeah. somebody's nails. Gut a deer. Yeah. Fart on command. Yes. <laughs> Get a Brazilian wax. Yes. That's Everybody what you're will into. thank you for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> you feel funny for a day or two, but it'll grow. No, you don't. No, and you no? and when you poop it slides right out. Never enjoyed that either. No, that doesn't Sorry. change either. I don't, I don't know. I've be. never done it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, Gator's getting a charcoal mask and a Brazilian. Let's go. Oh, my God. That would be so bad for you. Oh, man. Let's I rip all to... fair hair off of his body quickly. I want to do this in a way, but <laughs> I digress. Smooth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, no. as I'm picturing Gator's hairless butthole, <laughs> right. we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to Needed. Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftlet Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascade & Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. 
hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Stone's Throw Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art gallery featuring Michigan artist Bill Kersimer with his award-winning Sculptures of Clay and Wood. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, October 8th through October 31st from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery of Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary beer or bourbon as we have a reception on the 9th of October where you get to meet the artist. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the state of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash Park. That's www.patronicity.com slash Park. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. Join us this Saturday night for a full night of your 90s alternative favorites from the band Buzzbin. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Bar. Welcome to OpenForDiscussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Wow, they get into it. Welcome to Rose's music, everybody. This is what my car sounds like on a regular basis. Hold on, if we wait a few seconds, we can bring it back in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, screw you, Zuckerberg. You muted me last week, which is perfectly fine, considering uh, we were all muted for a while. (laughs) Hold on, yeah, we can bring it back in. Let's see. Let's let's hear Rose. (laughs) Okay, yeah, well. 
I mean, you like what you like. You do. You like what you like. It's just so weird. That's very masculine of you guys. Why didn't we just go with that one? I don't know. We should have. I don't think of my music as masculine, though. Like, And I get such weird looks in the parking lot when I pull into work. (laughs) I'm playing music. See, well, I do too, but like I come into work playing the bad touch. So <laughs> let, let me ask you this though, like you know, as a guy, when I hear a good female singer mm-hmm. or a good band with a female front or a female lead, like I'm infatuated. Mm-hmm. Like I have to listen to all of them. I can't oh, sure. get past it. Is the same thing for a female? I prefer male singers. I don't know. I prefer male singers too, but it, it, I get kind of if it, I. I develop crushes on the female <laughs> yeah, singers. True. It's so weird because yeah. I'll like hear her voice and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I think I'm in love." But see, I don't. I don't develop crushes on the male singers though, which is understandable. I mean, I have on like Rob Thomas because <laughs> Rob Thomas, right? But <laughs> man, everything would have been fine if he didn't do a solo career. Yeah, solo He'd career. He'd have been fine. I mean, I I own his solo career stuff. Of course but, you do. You're a big Rob Thomas fan. Why not? I'm a fanboy. I love the guy. I'm just saying if they stuck to just Matchbox Matchbox 20, 20, it would have been better. You know, I mean, when they reunited after a while and they came back, like, they were good again. It was like, oh, yes, this is the way it's supposed to sound. No, they're they're a fantastic band. They still are. It's just... they're yeah. older. It is what yeah. it is. I mean, I mean but that's, that's never it. Never like, meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so it, anyway, yeah. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. But whenever I hear, like, a female singer that I listen to and mm. I really get into their music, I'm like, ah, I think I'm in love. <laughs> See, I don't develop the crush end of it as much as it's just like, I want to find out if you actually sound this good every time mm-hmm. or if they're doctoring you up something terrible. I mean, in fairness, like, I didn't develop that for, like, Alanis Morissette. I do like Alanis Morissette, though. Mm-hmm. I think okay. she's, I, I like her music, which is weird for me to say. Um, say, I don't think I've listened to much of her. I, I don't, like, I don't find Gwen Stefani attractive whatsoever, no. but no. I like some of her No Doubt stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of their no doubt stuff. I didn't say all of it. I said some. I mean, and that's the thing is like even the ones that are like overly sexualized Mm -hmm. anyway, um, whether by their choosing or not, I don't really care. Um, But like Mm J-Lo and (laughs) Shakira, Mm -hmm. I don't actually enjoy your music. And that's that's a lot of it for me is like I have to hear the talent and that's where it has to be first. Yeah. It's uh, the... Dolores O'Riordan was like my original crush, right? right? Like it's the the girl, the woman that I loved more than anything, <laughs> and you know from the Cranberries because I loved that like the music. I just oh, thought yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Then I saw her and I was like, oh my god! And yeah, so it was it was a big thing for me. And it's it's weird because that continues to develop yeah. now. I just got done talking about that. On no, and, but I mean, I will say like you know as much as a female singer that is very good i become infatuated by having to listen to every song they put out and hear if they're still that good or whatever um it happens for male singers too like if i hear that good voice or somebody that can hit the notes or just you can hear the emotion in the song it's like you got me like i've got to hear everything you do now like i for probably about a month i listened to shine down for about a month and it was like I don't want to hear the recorded stuff. I want to hear the live stuff. Oh. I want to hear that dude when he's in his element and able to play around with whatever he wants to sing. <laughs> dude can kill it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Like, listen to him sing Simple Man live Ooh. and tell me if it isn't absolutely incredible. Because it is. Because <laughs> it is. I did it again this week. I listened to him on my car ride to work and I was like, 
jeez, dude. Like, save some <laughs> talent for the rest of us, bro. Like, man, so good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... The talent thing is a completely different thing. Like, just, just all all around where you start getting infatuated with somebody's talent. When you start <laughs> listening to that and you're just like, you idolize that. And, and it is, it's very interesting when it comes to music. I mean, we're on the radio. We're all very <laughs> musically oriented people. Everybody point, at this yeah. station to some extent. And it's funny because, like, once again, going back to it, mm. I just find it odd that I'm in a studio and I might have, like, the least... Mm, musical aggressive. knowledge <laughs> no, no well i definitely have the least musical knowledge but oh okay like i have the as far as like playing instruments well, and stuff I, like that I'm, yeah yeah i think i know where you were going and i cut you off my bad <laughs> yeah no that's all right it's uh the you know you guys listen to harder music than i do yeah for what? the most part like 90% of the time. Oh, Rose wins this one. Well, hands I know. This, down. Is, this goes back to the masculine thing or whatever. Yes. That's why it's weird because so this petite girl comes up and oh, she's dressed in the nines, looks like a disco ball, has the glittery stuff, isn't normally driving a giant truck. She's listening uh, to that behemoth on the yeah, way in. And, and it's, it's like, just. Oh my gosh! <laughs> And you're like, why? You know, like when I when I drive up and you see it, you look at me and you go, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of that <laughs> whatever. Probably got blink playing, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, or third eye blind. Even or... if I play like metal music or whatever, if I was playing Behemoth, right? Right. No one's gonna go like, well, that's weird for him or whatever. They're gonna look over right. at me and kind of go, yeah, all right. You know, it's weird when I pop up next to someone and it's Len steal my sunshine. Like that's <laughs> you know, that's where it gets odd, and I'm just like. You know, it's up for me, and I look over, and they're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Right. And I'm like, "Ha ah, He caught me in car karaoke. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I'll never see you again. Steal my sunshine! Steal my sunshine! Or I got Enrique going. Ooh, I love yep. me some Enrique. Yeah, he can be your hero. He can be my hero any day. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good-looking man. Uh, <laughs> I used to play in college. If all you would. the time, this is where this is where my like for him came from was because of him. I, I didn't listen to him before. Right? No, he came, he would come back from uh, um, a class and he'd walk in through the front door and I'd play Enrique. Like, do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I just throw songs at him all the time. And eventually, he's like, "Who sings that?" I was like, "That's Enrique, bro." Mm-hmm. And. It nah, blossomed. It blossomed. <laughs> it turned into this. I mean, I, I, I like some Enrique, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm human. Oh, well. I like the harder stuff, but I can get down with some of his music, too. Well, there's something about Latin music, though, too. Like, it, yeah. it makes you want to move. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's got you know. I like, mean, I have no idea what you're saying, but my shoulders are moving. <laughs> <laughs> I I get that you can kind of vibe. Get my hips going a little bit, you yeah, know. I don't have hips, so it doesn't work. <laughs> my hips lie a lot. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we do have a show. Let's let's actually get into stuff instead of whatever Gosh, the hell we we've suck been at doing. This. <laughs> awful at our own But it thing. works out somehow. So. Here's a weird one. A woman's brother-in-law confesses his love for her. Brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Oh, farts. So I'd be like, uh, you know, your wife, right? Mm-hmm. Your wife. Uh-huh. Is just kind of hanging out, and then your brother comes up and says, I love you. Oh, that's freaking weird. That is weird, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, geez. James, if you're listening, bro, <laughs> don't know. I don't think he would. I think he'd be too afraid. 
He might now just to mess with you a little I don't, bit. He would do it just to mess <laughs> well, with me definitely. at this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's just weird. So let's, yeah. let's get into oh, this. God, that's weird. That's like me going up to his wife. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, they're all in their 30s, by the way, so that's that's giving an age frame. So. Oh, so it's like me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. Like oh, the geez. husband's Us time. The husband's Welcome 30. to the club on yeah, Tuesday, Miss Rose. Right. <laughs> you get to be in a whole fart, too. Um <laughs> So, my husband's older brother confessed that he's in love with me. What the hell do I do? So, this happened last week. I'm still shocked. I have no idea what to do with this information. A little backstory. And whenever they do this little backstory, oh, my a, God. Yeah, three pages of backstory. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. My husband and I have been friends since I was in middle school. So, we've known each other and each other's families forever. We started dating after college, got married two years ago. Let's call my husband Greg and his older brother Michael. It's obviously known Michael just... I've obviously known Michael just as long as I've known Greg. But in that vague peripheral way, you know, like a friend's older brother. Right. Okay. He was already well into college by the time I met and started hanging out with Greg. So until we got married, I hadn't had a lot of contact with him except for holidays when everyone was home. Time out. Okay. So she's known her husband since middle school. Mm-hmm. And when she started hanging out with her then husband, or now husband... Mm-hmm. He was already away at college? Yeah, he's five years older than her. Oh, that's right. School time is weird. Yeah, it is weird, isn't okay, it? Okay, so, because I'm sitting here going, he's like 12 years older? What? No, this he is bad. Is, he's seven years older than what she is. Okay, which is I mean, really, you're, yeah. you're on the border of weird, but you're still in within realm of it's fine. But in your 30s? I don't I'm even think say it borders to th- on that. Yeah, like, 30 to 37, whoop de no. freaking do. If she's 21 and he's 28, you know. You're borderline creepy. I don't want to. Ma- I don't want to make statements on that. Uh, <laughs> I will. It's fine. You're borderline creepy. Like, one more year, things are weird. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Anytime. So right. Like, if you're in your twenty, if I'm dating you, okay, say I'm in my thirties. Uh-huh. If I'm dating you and I'm in my thirties and you're in your twenties, mm-hmm. you need to be at least twenty-five. Sure. Get midway through that decade. It's of a maturity time. thing. One hundred percent. I'm not going to disagree with you. I've also lived a life that's different than that. You have. So. <laughs> this is, the, the, yeah, I mean, that's just the way I would view it. And when I wouldn't sit back and listen and go, oh, okay, okay, yeah, continue the story. I hope it gets better. <laughs> so anyway, um, i got to find where I was now. Sorry. Yeah, it was on holidays. Uh, yep. So she would only see him on holidays. Okay? Right. Yeah, when he was um, home from school. Yes. Kay. Yes. So, Michael and his wife have, uh, let's call her Stephanie, have been separated for over a year and are in the process of getting divorced. He primarily cares for their six-year-old son. Stephanie moved out of state. Michael is an ER physician and has been insanely busy since the whole, you know, crazy stuff started happening. Wow, okay. Especially since their son's daycare is still closed. Since I'm able to work remotely, I've stepped into helping out with, you know, babysitting. Oh, good for her. I've had more interaction with Michael, but still, it's not much. Just getting home exhausted from work saying thanks and me saying some version of no worries, happy to spend time with my nephew, and then I leave. I want to say you're being a good aunt, supportive friend, family member, really. Yeah. Nothing romantic, no ulterior motives, nothing weird. Right. Then last week, as I was gathering up my laptop and stuff, getting ready to go home, Michael said, hey, I really need to talk to you about something. Oh, farts, Michael. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, dude. Hey, I really need to talk to you about something that's been bugging me. 
I honestly thought it was going to be that I had done something wrong in caring for his son, letting him do or eat something he wasn't supposed to or something like that. But then he essentially told me that he's been in love no. with me for years. No! And, and that his feelings toward me were a contributing factor in him leaving Stephanie. No! And seeing me with his son and coming home to me every night has been wonderful. Michael! He then said, I understand you're with Greg, but I had to tell you how no, I you feel. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't, Michael. I sort of blacked out from the shock, mumbled something about needing to get home, and I left. I can't stress enough how little one-on-one -on -one contact Michael and I have had. Like, I don't think I've ever even hugged him. If you added up all the words we've ever spoken to each other, it might comprise a 30-minute conversation. He's almost like a father-slash-teacher figure to me. Some people are into that. I certainly don't feel According the same way. According to the conversation way. we had a while ago, <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I certainly don't feel the same way about him Oops. and am blown away that not only is he apparently in love with me, and she's got, like, how in quotation oh, Naturally, yeah. But I was a contributing factor in his divorce. Okay. Which means Stephanie knows how he feels? No, she doesn't. <laughs> because I know some problematic people will start asking. I know I have never let him on, worn anything even remotely revealing in it's front of him. It's not your fault even if you did. Texted him about anything other than childcare logistics or spent more than 10 minutes alone with him. I'm honestly more confused than anything because from my perspective, he knows nothing about me. Like we barely talk. How the hell can he think he's in love with me? I've avoided him entirely since it happened, saying I have a bunch of meetings, couldn't babysit last week, which I really feel guilty about because I love spending time with my nephew. I haven't told anyone else, especially my husband. Please help. This is so far above my pay grade. So I just, what do I do? I don't want to cause a weird rift between brothers and not be able to see the nephew anymore. You want to feel that one, Rose? Because I have strong friggin' feelings on this one. <laughs> I can tell by the massive amount of interruptions uh, along with just your general here, demeanor. Here we go. <laughs> oh, he turned himself off. There he goes. All right, Rose, that means you are up to bat because I read this and I already have formulated opinions. Okay. One, very awkward, awkward situation. Always. Because I was trying to put myself in her shoes and be like, okay, if I imagine if this is happening, what would I do? You look at this guy as a family member, right? Right, yeah. because yeah, that's how that works. That's but you've never had those feelings or even the inkling of feelings. I would hope not. I mean, I would think so. I mean, that would just make all my nightmares come true immediately. <laughs> Every girl I've ever dated but like, your brother's really uh, fit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. Wink, wink. Yeah, right? And I'm going to be like, okay, well, let's throw the height thing, because that's the only thing I got over him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, you well, first of all, you have to tell him that you're not interested. Well, you know, I, clearly. Like, you know, I hope. <laughs> I don't think you can just ignore it. <laughs> First of all, you got to tell him no. Right. <laughs> Unless you are interested. Gross. Well, I mean, if you are interested, that's a totally different topic. But it doesn't topic, sound like no, she's no, interested. She's not, interested. she's not. No, she's appalled. So you got to make it clear. He's not I think, either. I think she's got to tell her husband, though, too. Like, uh -huh. hey. I mean, sure. Communication. Because he's going to wonder why his brother's acting all weird around you now, though. Oh, uh, <laughs> 
I think it's going to be more of her having the gifts on this one. Not so much the brother. Like, she's going to have the thing where she acts weird around the brother because it's out there open. God knows how long these feelings the brothers had manifested or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's just going to continue acting like he's always acted. So, I don't think the brothers had these feelings for any length of time. But... Well, okay. Now I want to get to that. Can we? Can you keep that in mind? Mm-hmm. Do you want to finish your thoughts? Yeah, I was gonna say it was a, uh, a contributing factor into his divorce. So obviously, it's been maybe. Yeah, Possibly. I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie as well. Oh, see, I'm oblivious. I'm like, oh wow, this is getting juicy. <laughs> I mean, no, it's no, it's. No. We'll put it this way: it is a complete possibility that this guy has had some weird crush infatuation, which makes him even more crazy and unstable. Let's put it that way, because the more that you put it in that light, in that perspective, the weirder the story gets. I think, though, if it wasn't that, that it's him coming home to her, seeing her take care of the kid, taking care of the house stuff. Like, okay, I picture her now in this scenario as, like, my significant other. It's a motherly, wifely figure that you're coming home Mm. and she's doing these things, these roles that is normally reserved for somebody that you're with. And it probably does feel nice, especially considering, you know, his older relationship was on the rocks enough for them to get a divorce. I mean, God knows how that went. Mm -hmm. She up and left. There's a good chance that maybe she just really never treated him that well i don't know you can't speak it's what would be interesting information is if she told how long ago he got a divorce oh i believe that she did it it sounded pretty recently didn't it i would be curious as to what that time frame was not because it matters because my opinion isn't going to (laughs) change it would just solidify theories i have anyway let's put it that way unfortunately i already deleted the the (laughs) don't worry about it let's hear your theories gator yeah i really want to get into this because you have that perspective that i wanted to really get into so number one i don't think he's in love with her in any way shape or form and i think he knows that Mm -hmm. um number two she was not a contributing factor to his divorce not a chance Mm -hmm. What I think is going on is Sir is getting some help Mm -hmm. from a family member Mm -hmm. who happens to be somebody he's not bloodline related to, Mm -hmm. who apparently has some attractive qualities, otherwise the guy wouldn't make an advance, Right. Um, and he's lonely as crap. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk about this. You're you're going through with all of this. He's constantly plagued at work, very, very busy all Mm -hmm. the time. We're in a world where it's very, very stressful. And for those of us who are not in a significant relationship or we're not coming home to somebody every night or whatever, it's lonely. Mm -hmm. And it can be very, very, very lonely for those that just, they don't have any of that, especially if it's coming off of something that was bad or heartbreaking and Mm -hmm. you don't have that opportunity or that chance to meet somebody new to spark up something different or to replace those uh, horrible feelings that you have. Instead, it kind of meanders on this loneliness. Well, and I think it, 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 you know, also plays into, you know, when people get divorced, Obviously, there's a lot of people that look into it from the outside and go, well, you got yeah. divorced because of this. Mm-hmm. or you got." There has to be this one reason that they stick to as to why, mm-hmm. because that's how people are. Logically, it's this is why, so this happened. Mm-hmm. It can't be, well, you know, all this stuff kind of worked its way up and, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can never be this like mutual, no, we just understand. And that's the way it needs to be. And that's okay. Yeah. 
to outside people, it's like, no, 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 he did something or she did something, right? Somebody cheated on somebody yeah. else. Exactly. You know it. it has to yeah. go there. And, and so it, sometimes people just fall apart and right. it's okay. It's, it's fine. It's okay. That's a normal thing. The best thing that happened was that you recognized it. And didn't That's, start resenting and hatred over right. it. Right. But what I think you're seeing is the emotional distraught this guy is in, even if it's been a year or something like that, whatever. You know, you're seeing the turmoil that he's going through, and the first opportunity he has to a female somebody that he has some sort of interaction with on a consistent basis that also happens to be in one of the most sensitive areas of his life, he's reaching out to hang on to that yeah, as much as possible. And the instincts are kicking in to the point of, in the base sense of the word, he is trying to look at her and his mind is automatically trying to make her into a rebound. It's it's a very unfortunate thing. I, I don't think that it's necessarily a rebound, so to speak, mm-hmm. as much as it is a latching on. Because I, I like what you said, where like she is at the intimate parts of his life, you know, yeah. dealing with the child, mm-hmm. the most sensitive areas yes. of his life, mm-hmm. and so, she's involved with it. Right, and she's there. You get to see somebody in that like wifely, motherly aspect, right? Mm-hmm. That very intimate, close feeling. So even though there's only like the small amounts of words or whatever, I mean, if he is that stressed at work, it is that busy or whatever. There's also the opportunity where the coming home and that two words where you're just like, hey, everything's fine. I'm so happy to be here and help. That could mean more to somebody than right. anything else. That could be the highlight of his entire week is just that couple of sentence because his life is that lonely right and i mean also having in-laws and having all that and like you know not only my brother being married but then my wife's family as well you know it's very common and just commonplace anyway when you see them and you're leaving you're like all right have a good one love you bye Mm -hmm. and that's a very family oriented love you kind of thing to him Mm -hmm. hearing that come from a female's voice Mm -hmm. That he's mean, not blood related to. Yeah. It could be a. It could hit a completely different area in his brain. Yeah, I mean, it, in, my, just, in my mm. mind, yeah, that's it. It's just a different click. I think you've got a lost, confused guy who's oh, yeah. definitely overstepping boundaries, and <laughs> it's not good. It's not no. a good situation whatsoever. I do have empathy. I do sympathize for him yeah. because I think that this is just some sort of like wacky time in his life. I yeah. really do. Uh, you do need to talk to your husband. About it. Oh, Absolutely. Should your you should conversation. have already. <laughs> it should be the first thing that you do is talk to your husband about it. Get it off your chest. Say, hey, this is what happened. And that way you can go from there. Because if it comes from somebody else, it makes it even stranger. And right. it really creates this divide. Now, how it happens as far as the rest of the family dynamics go, I don't know. It's going to have an impact. Well, clearly. I think the hope is as well as you talk to your husband. Mm-hmm. And you explain it in a way that, you know, he understands. Odds are pretty good if you guys are having conversations regularly anyway, mm-hmm. that he's going to come to the understanding of, okay, he may think that, but I think he's just reaching out and that's understandable yeah. right now, but I still need to have a conversation with him. So if you don't want to watch the nephew for a couple of days, it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's totally up to you because you're the one watching him. So it's your choice. I'm going to go have a discussion with him mm-hmm. and we're going to figure this out. Right. All in all, I think what's best is you set this up for a productive conversation that might eventually lead to, you know, melding the family back together as opposed to creating a rift. And a brother supporting a brother. Yes. 
either way there has to be some sort of talk about it so and you know consequences be damned but go at it for as the most cautiously as you can you have to with that in mind we're gonna have to take a break here you're listening to open for discussion on solidstateradio.net we'll be back right after this Solid State Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthier, and in studio with me are my co-hosts, Gator Grant Hi. and Rose. Hello. And so we we just kind of like wrapped up a weird thing where a brother was in love with, you know. A brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, <laughs> well. Was not actually in love, reached out, rebound, guy needs some help, talk with your husband, get it figured out, bring the family back together. He was in love. <laughs> he was Come on. not in love. Let me tease things. Let me tease things <laughs> the way I want to. Let's paint a picture for people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine this. Mm-hmm. You're on vacation. Okay. Okay. I like to imagine I'm on vacation. <laughs> where, <laughs> where are we? At, where are we at vacation at? I need to know. Uh, it's it's pick a place. A small no, town. Don't don't tell me small town. Pick a place. Yeah. We're going tropical. Come on. I mean, I don't know. Where do you Bora guys Bora? want to go? We going to Bora yes, Bora? Yes, let's go to Bora sure, Bora. We'll go to Bora, Bora, Bora. Bora. There yes. you go. All right. Imagine you're at Bora Bora. Freaking sweet. Awesome. Yes. Cabana yeah. boy, bring me my drink. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine All with right, it. No, that's fine. Yeah, you can look at that guy and his, you know. Dude, I don't care if he brings me drinks. I don't smugglers. care. Man thong banana hammock. Good for him if he can pull it off. Quing. Um, <laughs> if you right. enjoy it, no, imagine, okay. imagine you're there. Imagine you're on a vacation, though. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're, like, let's, let's be honest, this isn't the Bahamas, but we're going to go with, like, you're in Boston or something, right? Okay. And Kay. you're on vacation. All right, fun you, little weekend getaway vacation. Yeah, that sort of thing, right? You worked hard, and then something comes up to where you have to leave the vacation because you can't be there. But your partner says, you know what, I'm going to stay. Who? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> huh? How, how does that make you feel? Um, not great. Interesting. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Let's go ahead and keep going with this. So the abscess tooth that revealed the truth between my partner and I. That's the, the abscess title. tooth. Ooh, yes. Infection. Nice. Ouch. So... That's going to suck. Oh, wow. I just realized that they're both males. Fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know Cabana that. Cabana boy. Cabana boy. <laughs> All right. I, I honestly didn't realize this when I first read it. That's fantastic, though. Because uh, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. This works regardless right. of how it goes. It doesn't matter. So it's a bit difficult to figure where it all went wrong, but I think I just witnessed the truth between the vacation, the declaration, the unmentionable, and my disappointment. Ooh, he sets it up really well. I like this. Yeah, he's a storyteller. Okay, let's rock and roll, bro. A bit of a story time. My partner and I both work 
in the service industry. And I've been back since early May working around 60 to 80 hours a week, and he's been working around 30 to 35. I've been contributing more to household bills, saving general expenses because he isn't making as much. It's because you're working twice as much. Yeah. <laughs> he needed a vacation, and I was going to lose my marbles without one. We planned a quick right. trip to a nearby town, but then his friends got added onto it. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I wasn't thrilled about sharing our vacation with other people, but I didn't have the mental capacity to explain what I wanted out of our vacation because I'm so exhausted and truly living day by day. Now, this is where I want to give fault to him a little bit, right? Because if he really wanted like a, a together vacation, uh-huh. you need to specify that. Because the moment he goes, hey, my friends want to go out on vacation, and it's just something where, hey, they, they're a group of people that go out and do stuff together. Yeah, I can see it either way, but I'm I'm on board. If he really wanted it, he should have made it clear. Right. Th- that's what I'm yep. getting at. That's, okay. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. Yes, either way. Uh, so the departure date quickly arrives, but I'm in immense pain. My tooth is giving me all sorts of hell. This is where I tell myself I need to get a mouth guard for my nighttime grinding <laughs> issue. But the pain is relentless, and I realize after I wake up one morning and see my face is swollen that perhaps this just isn't a nighttime grinding issue. We scurry over to the dentist after they take some x-rays and poking around in my mouth they declare... You have a necrotic tooth, and you need an extraction or a root canal. This is where, in all capital letters, he says, F-U-C, and you can finish it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I realize that this isn't going to to be a fix I can do while on vacation, seeing as how bad the infection is. The fix will be spread over two appointments a few weeks apart. I'm in so much pain that I break down at the house while crawling into bed because it all hit me at once. I'm going to have to spend a whole lot of money on my face. I won't be able to enjoy the vacation. I took time off for nothing. I hate everyone and everything in the world right now. I decide that I'm going to go home so I can be in my own bed at my own house. Comfortable. then, Then he asks the unmentionable, do you mind if I stay? Huh? I told him that I obviously wanted him to come home with me, but I ultimately <laughs> told him that I'm not going to be mad if he stays behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's true. I'm not mad that he stayed behind. I'm disappointed that it even crossed his mind because if the shoe was on the other foot and my partner had a medical emergency, then i drop what I'm doing immediately and go take care of the issue at hand. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Would you be upset at your partner for bailing out in a similar situation? I'm a bit ambivalent at this point because it isn't the first time he's been emotionally constipated and he couldn't give eh, that I've, you know, he's on the receiving end of a bad situation. Right. So, you know, what what does he want to do? What to, what to do here? Is this guy kind of a jerk? Uh, the significant other that yeah. said, do you mind if I stay? Yeah. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> a Big one, actually. Wow. I, I couldn't imagine because I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, you're hurt. You need help. We're going home. I'm going to help take care of you. You're right. going through all this stuff. 
I don't. I can't enjoy my vacation knowing that you're home in pain. <laughs> How are you gonna have a good time? Right? No, you're not going to because you're gonna. Well, I would think that you'd be thinking about your significant other all the time. Like, oh, you know, he's on the couch in pain or Obviously whatever. Obviously, like, not in this situation that much. I'll be. I'll be honest here. <laughs> you'd stay. I'd be with my buddies going like, I'm having the time of my life. Oh my god. I, like it's no. I mean. It is kind of an interesting thing because I think there's a couple of different faux pas that happened with the, what the poster said. Like, what he was talking about, he, in his own words, like, didn't make it clear that he wanted a vacation for them, like a romantic getaway sort of thing. Right. So instead, what it turned into was kind of like a friend's vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go out vacation with friends and then your significant other can't come along, it's not the end of the world because it's all a group of friends thing. Mm. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, it can, is I can hear what you're saying, that it may be a different scenario. What I am saying, though, is that if I was even out with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and my wife got sick and had to stay home, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm at home, too. Right. But what if you spend a bunch of money on a hotel room already? It's a lot less non-refundable. Sucks what if a lot. it's a plane ticket? I'm just saying. Right. No, I, I get it. You lick your wounds and you deal with it together mm-hmm. because that's what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually not going to agree with you on this one as selfish as it might seem like it just depends on their situation i agree because they were the original planners of the vacation right this is where it's a little bit different but like if my buddy said hey we're all doing this big thing you want to come along and you know we spend the money it's a vegas thing we got the hotel in vegas the flight plans and all this and it was an idea of going hanging out with my friends my significant others coming along as well Mm mm-hmm and then they get sick and can't go, I'm still going. Well, I spent a lot of money in that. Let me ask you this, though. Does the severity of the sickness make a difference? Mm-hmm. The severity does make a difference to a right. certain extent. I don't and, know and how bad this is. I This is serious crap. I was going to say, it sounds serious. Well, it's an abscess tooth. Like, I don't know how bad that really is. I it just can don't. get real bad. I mean, think it's like a sinus infection, right? People look at sinus infections and go, whoop-de-doo, people get them and this and that. Understand. You have an infection oh, yeah. that is incredibly close to your noggin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it, does, it does not take much for that to happen. Same thing with this. You have a necrotic abscess tooth. No, that is I, nasty stuff. I completely understand all of this. I'm just saying, like I said, this situation's a little bit different in my mind than a lot of other situations. You know, but it just it depends. I, it's tough for me when somebody says we're going to go out and do something and then you have the plans, you put the money forward, it's all there, and then you're right. just going to go ahead and blow it all. Well, and I mean, so I've been in a similar situation here, mm-hmm. okay, um, of being on vacation and somebody got sick, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like terribly sick, and we were supposed to stay another night, stay another day this and that and the other and it was one of those that after a few hours of like you know just rest and we'll see how you're feeling and this and that after a few hours it was very obvious to me of what needed to happen Mm -hmm. and so it was you know like two o'clock in the morning but it's like i'm packing everybody up and so packed it all up and stuff and talked with the people we were there with Mm -hmm. and said you know thank you it's been a lot of fun but the best place we can be is at home Mm -hmm. and we need to get better and you know, it's hard to enjoy something good when part of your family is not feeling well. 
And so does it suck to miss out on a day and a half of fun on vacation with people and friends? Most definitely. Yeah, sure. it sucks a lot because it was already paid for. You know, it's it's not that great of a feeling. But at the same time, you know, granted, my situation is different. I'm married with children. And so that's a lot easier for me to go, no, this is what happens. You know, this, they're, they're not married. No. They're... Um, significant others, obviously, sure. in a relationship. Who knows? From the sounds of it, pretty serious. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, it could be a year long thing. It could be a two year thing. It could yeah, be a five year thing. We I have don't no know. Idea. You don't know this, but I mean, as a significant other, though, like if I'm sick and I got to go home, I'm expecting the other one to. Yeah, it's gonna suck, and you got to give up a lot. But I'm expecting you to come home because where we need to be is getting each other better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea is if they're at home already. And they're relaxing. They're able to, you know, they're there. Like right. where you're at, you were already on vacation, right? Right. You're there. You're going. I got to. Yes, I understand that. I went to Cedar Point once. And they were already on vacation, too. It doesn't really clarify that. Well, he said, I got to go home. And the other one said, do you mind if I stay? Okay. So they were already there. Right. I mean, granted, the guy probably took the drive when it was like, you know, his face is halfway swollen. He's like, well, maybe it's nothing. We'll just drive out there. Maybe his antibiotics will work and it'll go down. Right. And it's like, no, it won't. Not until you, like, get rid of that thing. And that's another thing is, like, how long has this been an issue? I mean, I don't think that you can get a necrotic tooth overnight. I don't know. We have an expert. So you can have a decayed tooth for a while, but an abscess can develop pretty quickly, though. Like so, enough to swell your face could have happened like overnight. I've seen patients where they come in one day and like they have like just a little abscess, and then they come back the next day and it's like the size of a baseball. Holy Moses! Gross. So um, I can. Yeah. So this is very likely to happen so likely. overnight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like they may have left for vacation, woke up the next morning, had this huge issue, went to a dentist and figured it out, and then had to go home. I mean, well, if they would have gotten the tooth full, filled like a year or two ago when it was first starting to decay, then they could have, you know. Avoided right, everything. It. That's but, fair. That's fair. Preventative treatment. Yes. <laughs> See your hygienist every six months. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. So uh, don't be like Gator. <laughs> that makes sense. That's fair. I, I can give you credence to that. And then if it is, if they're already there, then I mean, yeah, you kind of have to leave. It is. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Like I'm, I'm in my mind. <laughs> you look at your. Can I ride home with you? They're sick. They're going home, and I don't feel like being. Mr. Mom, <laughs> I, mean, I want to stay here and bar hop with you guys. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where I know I, I understand you're supposed to be there, but when you don't give out like the clear stuff and you're sending out mixed signals, mm-hmm. I don't think you get the right to complain so much. When you sit there and say, hey, no, I'm not cool with you staying. Right. Yeah, I, and I get it. They did say, like, I would prefer you came home back me, with me, but I wouldn't be mad at you. But you are mad. Don't lie. Right. I mean, you're sending mixed signals. You're being passive-aggressive like crazy here. And then it's going to bubble up inside of you. Oh, and then yeah. it's going to come out later. You're going to explode. When you say... Like an abscess in your mouth. <laughs> Gross. And when you say... <laughs> I'm disappointed in your decision, the fact that it didn't even cross your mind. No, that's still being mad at it. You're just wording it in a way that's different. You're, You're being passive-aggressive yes. with yourself. Right. It, it, Stop. Be honest. 
Be hey, assertive with this crap. I, yeah, because if, if it bothers you, say, hey, I wanted this. You should have been assertive from the beginning mm. when you said, I want to go and have a vacation. Just you and me. You and me time. That's right. it. We need to connect because I don't see you. Right. Yes. So I'm working 70, 80 hours a week. You're working 35. Right. Our odds are good. The shifts overlap somewhere. Mm -hmm. Where right. maybe during the week you see each other for an hour or two while you're awake. <laughs> uh, like, and I don't want to sound callous and say, like, I don't think it's good to take care of somebody or whatever. But, like, if I... Uh, look, if you got the flu... Right. And you're going to be puking. Yeah, I understand. We're not going to take a trip together or whatever. No. But if I spent the money on the trip, you're going to be at home puking anyway. I'm going on the trip. <sighs> I, I can see where your logic gets from. <laughs> but there is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to be able to justify. That's because you're married I know, and you have kids. I know, it's that's, a different yeah, it's situation. It's a different world. Yes. You're talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. Right, I'm sorry, a, I have a different thing with my group of friends. No, I'm not sitting at home and taking care of you. So you have different responsibilities <laughs> in that world. There is a big difference between even even fiance and spouse mm -hmm. if you live together and it is a very serious relationship but at the same time like if i'm sick if i'm personally sick and you have a vacation you're gonna go see your family or something you're fine with them going yeah go go yeah, to your family leave me alone let me deal with my own crap i don't want you here yeah i'm gonna get <laughs> anyway, you sick i yes. want to do my own thing without having to answer to anybody right Right. In this situation, it seems like he was like, I would really appreciate having someone else at home to help. Mm -hmm. no, right. I get there's a difference in situations. Right. The I'm flu just trying is not to... the same as a giant sack of bacteria <laughs> in my face. I'm just trying to defend the other side here because there right. is a certain extent where you've spent money, you're already on location, you're doing this thing, and the other portion is is that the vacation was never meant to be a couple's getaway in this person's mind. Right. Because they didn't you realize didn't make it, it clear. Yeah. Instead, he's thinking, oh, it's all of us just friends hanging out. Oh, you got sick? That sucks. I guess I'll see you when I get home. So is this, is this like an am I the a-hole type situation? <laughs> it could be, I mean, to can be we honest label it with like you. That? you could, if you want to, we'll go ahead. We can do an am I the a-hole. Who's okay. the a-hole here? Can I say both? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I want to say both because the significant other that chose to stay behind, you're an a-hole mm -hmm. because you're putting your own feelings above your significant others, which I understand to a point, mm -hmm. but you still need to be able to make sacrifices of your own joy mm -hmm. anyway to take care of your significant other. That's the way things go. The one that got sick with the abscess in your face, you're also an a-hole because you were so passive aggressive, mm -hmm. you didn't make your needs known to your significant other to have them be able to fulfill them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You tried to be this self-sacrificing saint <laughs> and all you do is build up revenge, anger, mm -hmm. and frustration that is going to boil out. <laughs> Absolutely. Rose, do you have... I agree with Gator. I think they're both the a-hole then. I, I, I'm absolutely. I think we're all on the same page here. I mean, because I like I took the other guy's side just before devil's right. advocate. Oh, yeah, I, this is yeah. what I do. Yeah. Um, and while I do have to say there are certain situations where, yeah, I'm going to take my vacation, this is not one of them. Uh, this right. is one where you're with somebody, they're in dire needs. You shouldn't let them drive home because God knows what they gave them for the abscess. Antibiotics? Mm -hmm. uh, do you think painkillers are involved at all? 
Sometimes. Let's say, uh, it depends I, on how serious the abscess is when they come in and everything, but always antibiotics. But it had, it right. had a golf ball on the size of their face, and it hurts like hell. Yeah, there's so a there's good chance. some pain meds involved. He probably is on some Maybe. oxycodone or something like that. And you, Tylenol 3s. Yeah. You might yeah. want to drive that person home. I mean, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I mean, most of the time, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the dental world, nine times out of ten, if they're prescribing a painkiller, mm-hmm. it's Tylenol 3 with codeine or Vicodin. Is that pretty typical? If they have to go to the narcotic route. Yeah, I was going to say the Tylenol 3s are pretty. I, I don't think I've ever written one for Vicodin, though. Right. I get a lot of oxycodone when I'm <laughs> going to the dentist. Me- Megan <laughs> agrees with us as well. Um, she says, I understand where he's coming from, mm-hmm. but I would expect my significant other to come home with me and take care of me because I would do that for my significant other. Exactly. But these are your yes. expectations. There's different people. <laughs> like, you know, you guys, like, it's exactly, this is it. Do you make it known to your significant other that that's the way it's supposed to be? Like, not you always. sit there and say, no, <laughs> no I mean. No, not always, no. This is, this is the problem here. It's not necessarily that I'm saying that you're wrong in that line of thinking. Right. It's more of the fact that people go, well, I would do this for you. Would you? I'm gonna. I'm, would you do this for your significant other? I, yeah. And I'm not saying it necessarily directed towards Megan, you, Rose, no, anybody. No, it's just a general thing yeah. of... Generally yeah. speaking, half the time when I hear people go, this is what I do, this is what I would do. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> She's telling you to be quiet now. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. And I'm going to keep talking because right. she hasn't got a microphone. Right. So anyway, <laughs> it's my God bless and chill. So... No, but seriously, like a lot of people sit there and they do like, this is the expectation because I would do this for them. Mm-hmm. You're not in the shoes at that moment. Right. It's, it's easy to say from the outside. Say, yeah. 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 And, and like I said, at the end of the day, they're both a-holes because one yeah. has not set up the correct a- expectations. No. The other person is failing miserably because yes, when you are on a vacation with a significant other and they're like, my face is bulging <laughs> out the side of my cheek. She's calling you rude now. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I am rude. Um, you know, the face is bulging out of the side of their cheek. You know, like, you, you just, you go, okay, I got to take the guy, or, I got to take home the person that I normally find very attractive, but now looks like they yeah. have a second head growing out of them. I, I'm taking that person home and taking care of them. Mm-hmm. I get that. Like, this well, is that situation. And I think a lot of this as well. You, have you guys heard of the love bank? Mm-mm. Have you heard this term or no? no. Yes, it's the... It's a dumb thing. It's every couple does it at some point in time. I've never no, heard of everybody this. Everybody does okay. it, but it's awful. Right. It's not a great practice <laughs> by any means. But every couple does this, whether you know you do it or not. It's something that has probably happened. Um, and what the love bank is, is that when you do something for your significant other. like That you say, think is selfless. Right. Like, say, for instance, typically you do the dishes at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did That's, the dishes this one time for you instead. Yes. You came home and the dishes were done and the kitchen was clean. It's something you wouldn't expect me to do. Mm-hmm. And so because I did that, I get to deposit into the love bank. So when I do this something is, this crappier is real, later real crap. on, okay. I get to withdraw that right. I did the dishes for you. So it's also okay that that but one it, time that I farted under the blanket and it rose up. and Right. We but not only that, <laughs> not only that, can you now withdraw when you need to because you do something, whatever. But the love bank not only is there for deposits and withdrawals, but it's also a balance mm-hmm. where now the love bank is cited to one. So now you have to do something selfless as well to balance that scale. 
I did this for you, so you should do this for me. Guys right. do this in the terms of blowjobs a lot of times. <laughs> More times than not, it's awful. usually sexual favor, <laughs> favors that they expect in return. Yeah. But it's a very common relationship practice mm-hmm. that, um, number one, you may or may not be aware of. Um, if you're not aware of it, congratulations, you just learned. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah I learned something new every time. Because hearing it, you were probably like, oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, hey, okay. it, it makes total sense, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's detrimental. And I'm glad you brought it up because this is the point that I was trying to get across. It is right. the love bank thing. It is this thing where I would do this. I have this selfless thing. In well, your mind, you're <laughs> selfless. Mm-hmm. And he started the conversation and the whole story mm-hmm. by making a deposit, by saying, I've been working 65, 70 hours a week, taking on more of the bills, the responsibilities, and supporting him because he's not working as much. That right there. There's already resentment there. Yes. I have tipped the scales in my favor, and he has done nothing to balance it yet. And now this happens, and he's letting it happen more. The scales are so far out of whack that it's unrecoverable at this point. This is also why there's two sides to every story and not to, you know, not to take away from whatever it is. But let's pose this as a situation. This guy has worked 30 to 35 hours a week. Maybe that's not his choice. That's the way things are right now. That's his job. It is what it is. The other guy's working a ton of time. That's I like this Megan gal. She's a, she's a riot. She's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> she's agreeing with me. So I'm like, <laughs> she's, a, yeah. she's a good like friend. Yeah, yes. you're awesome. But the... Um, you know, as, you, as you're going through, uh, you know, you take a look at all of this stuff, what you're not understanding is maybe the guy that's working the 80 hours has been a complete and utter insufferable jerk this entire right. time. Yeah. But you talk about how it started off this way with the love bank and the deposit mm-hmm. that's made there. You know, I'm going to lose my marbles if I don't take a vacation. Right. right. Yeah. So is this other guy. In fact, he invited friends along because, because he, can't he needed stand an you escape. Right now. Yeah. Yes. He needed to see somebody else that isn't you. Well, Megan says as well, she goes, I've never heard that term before, but I am sure I am guilty of it in some way. (laughs) She said, I agree that it is not a great practice. Um, I don't think of most things that way at all. I'm not saying everybody does. No one actually remembers it that way, but we do it. Right. It's it's something that happens subconsciously, Um, something that happens naturally that is... If you can address it, you can realize it, you can get away from it, that's your best practice, yes. obviously. Um, it's an unfortunate, detrimental thing that people naturally do because you remember mm-hmm. the things that you do that you don't get gratification out of, that you do yes. for other people, these selfless acts, which you yeah. don't take into consideration is what they do for you. Right. right. And not only that, but say I did the dishes and clean the kitchen or whatever, and you, know, um, you, you guys get home and you see that and you're not expecting it done. If you don't say something to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. frustration builds already. Right. Yeah. That quickly. I did and this so, and there's not even any gratification for it. You didn't even tell I'll me ne- anything. I'm not going to do it again then because obviously no. you don't notice. It's just a whatever. So you right. don't care. That's the resentment. That's that balance being completely out of whack. And it's the same thing with, uh, you know, I did this sort of thing, whatever, but they don't ever do that. In the meantime, they're like, yeah, you did the dishes that one time, but I every other time do mm-hmm. the dishes like you that's never just say what thank I do. you right. what about the five times that i've done the laundry that you didn't do the laundry and right. that's on your ta- this is what this turns into it turns into this stupid little bickering thing yep. welcome to the love bank yeah yeah, okay. yeah. and i flunked out of college <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's 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 really like a terrible situation. Anyway, with with this in mind, like they're both kind of a holes here. The guy that left or wanted uh, to stay, yeah. he's yeah. the bigger a hole. Let's be honest. But hey, if there's one thing you can take out of this story, everybody, it is to legitimately always set your expectations. Be upfront and honest. Don't play be these honest. games. It's so dumb. Yes. We got to take a break here. When we get back, we've got uh we got some am I the a hole stories. <laughs> You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftlet Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascade and Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascade and Lounge. Do you like to be entertained? Do you like experiences? Well, let me, Dustin James, entertain the experience. I'm coming back for season two of Entertain the Experience right here on SolidStateRadio.net every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we will feature musicians, chefs, and just a general hodgepodge of entertaining experiences for you to enjoy. Tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Stone's Throw Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly pop-up art gallery featuring Michigan artist, 
Bill Kersimer with his award-winning Sculptures of Clay and Wood. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, October 8th through October 31st from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery of Byers Furniture. Come enjoy a complimentary beer or bourbon as we have a reception on the 9th of October where you get to meet the artist. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the state of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash Park. That's www.patronicity.com slash Park. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. Join us this Saturday night for a full night of your 90s alternative favorites from the band Buzzbin. More info on Facebook at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. tell you a story about the house run blue. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I'm home one Friday. Had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. Oh, no. <laughs> she said, that don't confront me. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. And we were just kind of, you know, talking. One bourbon. <laughs> we talked a little bit over the break. I realized I sound a little, a little cold, a little callous on the last one or whatever. Part of that's me trying to bring up a different perspective. The other thing is, is that everybody goes through different things. Like, to me, vacations don't come very often. Most of my vacation time has been spent going places with my friends while they're getting married. I have very rarely <laughs> do I get to go and take things that are for myself. super fun vacations though. Oh no, it's been awesome. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Like I've enjoyed all of this, but like most of my vacation time is spent on either fixing my house and doing things for my house mm-hmm. or like things for other people. There really hasn't been a whole lot of grand like I'm going to go do this. And the right. idea of like legitimately saving up money, finally getting to a point where I'm going to go do something right and then somebody being like yeah i don't know i mean most of my relation in my 30s and most of my relationships have been a goddamn disaster so you looking at me being like i'd rather you spend time at home with me i'm like why so you can leave me in two months like <laughs> right and like we were talking about at the break too like the the personal situations mm-hmm. yeah i don't know your situation because i've never experienced it mm-hmm. and so it's easy for me to say no no you go home and take care of them because <laughs> That's the world I know. Oh, yeah. You know, and so the idea of being like, nah, you go buy yourself a Verner's. I'm going to go bar hopping. Like, that's so foreign. 
<laughs> to even think about it. It's like, whoa, no, 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 no. Uh, said, I said, I'm all for I've done that. I've gone out, bought the suit, bought the furnace. What do you need? I'll go do all the runs. I'll do that. I'm mm. that guy. I, if I can help you out, I'll do that. But right. I'll do that for friends, too. It's been there. It's not a big deal. It's just if I had something else where I've spent time, money, and thought into all of this thing. Right. And then all of a sudden it doesn't happen, and the expectation is I'm going to be your caretaker during this time. Like, I've been the caretaker before. Mm -hmm. And it generally isn't, it's not that it's hard. In fact, that's part of the reason why I want to go. Like, if you needed me for every beck and call, I would feel a lot more like I need to be there for you. You have cancer. I need to help you out. But, like, that every... I don't know, four hours when you wake up coughing and you're just like, can you make me the water with the ice with the special straw? No, I don't need to be there for that. I'm sorry. Like, and I can't be affectionate towards you because you're dying and you don't want me to do that because you're like cuddling with someone like, actually, that just doesn't feel good right now. And like, I've been sick. It's the same way. Right. Like, just leave me alone. Yeah, just go leave me alone. I'd rather you go out and have fun than be here miserable with me because I'm miserable regardless. (laughs) Last thing I want to do is have a runny nose, an upset tummy and the giant headache as can be. And now we have to argue. Yes. Because <laughs> now just go. <laughs> does that feel good? No, I was fine before. Stop fluffing my pillow. Right. Just go. I had it creased right where I like it. <laughs> I mean, you know, good intentions, right? But sometimes yeah. the best intentions lead All to right. hell. Speed round. Am, Am I, I the a-hole? a-hole? I'm super pumped for this. Okay, we were getting to the one that I teased last week that I didn't. we didn't get to get to. Sweet. Yes. So as soon as I say, the only reason I say speed round, like, yes, I know, I know we have 18 minutes. Have you heard us yet tonight? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's the other topic I want to talk about that, you know, what was the names that we gave them still? <laughs> um, okay, there was the, the career, the ex's career. You ruined an ex's career. Okay. That was the one we mm-hmm. talked about last week, but didn't have time. Okay. And it's, am I the a-hole for ruining my ex's career? Earlier this year, it's a... Get broke up with the ex Chris. We dated for two months after being set up by my sister in law. We broke up because Chris refused to miss a party to drive me to the hospital after I had an allergic reaction. Who put strawberries in oatmeal cookies? <laughs> I ended up so uh, here's the best. What? <laughs> here's the best. So he must be allergic to strawberries, right? Right. And it was an oatmeal cookies. Later on, you find out that actually Chris put strawberries in the oatmeal cookies. Oh, my gosh. Knowingly. No, not like, well, knowingly put strawberries in the cookies, but didn't know. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. So I ended up calling 999 and spent the night with an IV. 999 must be their emergency number. Their version. Is that that Britain? I don't know. Somebody tell me. I don't know. My sister-in-law begged me not to tell my family that Chris did uh, as he is her work bestie. So, like, they work together. Sister-in-law and Chris uh, work yeah, together. Yeah. They're both realtors. I didn't want my brother to be mad at him. I agreed because my family would have freaked out. I told my friends who were relieved that he was out of my life. We've had nothing to do with each other since the breakup, okay? Huh. Sounds like a clean break. Good yeah. for you guys. Yeah. I've been preparing a thesis uh, project and emailed a couple of art historians and professors for some advice. I connected with the art dealer. Uh, called Derek, who had some pieces that I could study. He said he would be in my city for work, so we met up for a socially distanced coffee. That was our first date. Really hit it off amazingly. Our relationship has progressed quickly and seriously. 
D lives three hours and Derek lives three hours away. Decided oh, he wants. D. Yeah, he calls calls him D. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Uh, to, wants to move here so we can settle in together. Um, mm, wants to settle in with D. Jeez, mm. <laughs> well, so you guys are the worst. <laughs> Derek's wealthy as a result of a successful career and his family. I didn't realize how wealthy he was until this kicked off. I met my brother and my sister-in-law for lunch. Sister-in-law excitedly told us that Chris has bagged a mysterious client who is looking at pricey houses. It wasn't until she started to mention the specifics did I realize she was talking about Derek. Oh, Derek stands. D doesn't stand for D. what we think. D is dollars. <laughs> I hadn't told D about Chris, except that I had a bad relationship before I met him. I did tell him that my significant, or my sister-in-law, blah, I said acronyms, uh-huh. uh, worked for a good agency. Like, he was a good realtor. Right on. So Derek came into town last weekend, very excited that his realtor had found him some properties that we could look at together. We were sitting on the couch, and I kept, and he kept talking about his realtor, Chris. And I panicked and spilled everything. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Derek, Under, well, understandable. Yeah. Derek was horrified and broke his partnership with Chris over email, which horrified me because sister-in-law had gone on about how a sale this big could put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Derek found another agency and picked a house pretty quickly during the week, and I thought I had gotten away with it until we met for dinner, and my parents congratulated Derek on a new home. My sister-in-law asked where it is and obviously recognized the area. She straight up asked Derek if he had been working with her agency. Hmm. He says he was until he found out what Chris did to me. Mm -hmm. Cue everyone asking what Chris did to me and my sister-in-law screaming at me for ruining Chris's career. Then my brother screamed at sister-in-law for being friends with Chris. So most of the family sides with... Most of the family sides with her. Understandable. But the sister-in-law and her friends and Chris think that it was petty on my part for ruining this sale when Uh. I have my life sorted out with a sugar daddy. (laughs) Sugar daddy. Yeah. I feel I'm the a-hole because I didn't exactly stop Derek from dropping Chris, and I shouldn't have mentioned sister-in-law's agency. Uh, Derek thinks uh, sister-in-law and Chris are psycho. My brother is in a bad way about this and is staying at my parents' house. So. So is the question, is she an a-hole? Yeah, she wants to know if she's an a-hole. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Absolutely not. This, uh, first of all, the um, the guy, right? Uh, Chris, mm-hmm. with the cookies or whatever. <laughs> what we were talking about before, how, you know, you drop the vacation and, you know, you go back because they're sick. Um, when <laughs> Allergic <significant> reaction <laughs> is a completely separate scenario <laughs> where <laughs> they need to get to a hospital Quick. now. <laughs> when that happens, you leave the party because it's not just like, oh, you're sick. No, your throat's closing up and you're dying. I need right. to make sure you're alive. We forgot the EpiPen yes. at home. Yes. Oh, crap. We need to go now. Right. Also, I poisoned you. I made the cookies. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Sorry, Pepper Potts. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm scared right now. Like, I'm frightened because I'm very close to like manslaughter or right. <laughs> accidental Right. Like, it's murder. a whoopsie here. Yeah. I almost killed my girlfriend. Yeah. Right. So... And then, okay, so with the realtor stuff, though, like, the truth always finds its way out. Mm-hmm. At some yeah. point in time, they were going to meet. Mm-hmm. He was going to mention the house. He, like, it was going to come up no matter what. Right. So are you an a-hole for explaining who Chris is? No. No, it's a story of your past, and that's something that would have came up in real time no matter what. Mm-hmm. Does it kind of suck that the timing of it 
equaled out to write that in there and it was something your you know your sister was very you know strong about like this adamant uh, brokering for this deal hoping that this happened because it was going to be good for the agency sure but maybe she should have taken it on instead of chris right right if it was that big of a deal then the head of the realtor like your top salesman you know that that's not one you leave to the assistant that's one you take as a big one and you say hey when we get it the commission will split it up because this is going to help us out a lot right you don't leave it to a you know, hourly. <laughs> you <laughs> jump on it. Unless Chris really is that guy, in which case it is what it is. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if he knew who Chris was to begin with, he, he would have never have, went there. Right. Wait. It's it, No, she's not an a-hole. You didn't simple. tell him to stop. It wasn't your decision. Derek went, oh, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> He's a terrible person. Dirk. Well, he could have asked, like, can I have a different representative or something like that, though, too. He could have. He stayed with that same agency and just... Well, here's my question, though. Like, when he sent the email to say, you know, I decided to work with a different realtor or whatever, do you think the sister and Chris talked and sister went, you know what, I'm going to reach out to him and see if a different one would work? Mm -hmm. In which case, he may have said, yeah, that would be fine. Mm -hmm. It was nothing against the guy personally, Mm because I don't know him, but... I just needed to work with somebody else because of some trauma or some issues that would happen in my personal life. Right. I doubt that email went out. True. And so at the end of the day, Miss Realtor Pants of, I can't believe you would do this to your, you know, to Chris and our business and this and that. Well, but also F Chris. I mean, he he was going to say at the party, the holiday party, which all sucked to begin with. So can we say that Chris is an a-hole? Oh, Chris is definitely an a-hole. Can we say that the sister is an a-hole? Oh, she's the biggest a-hole. Her a-hole is so big, she makes porn stars jealous. (laughs) And can we say that D, or Dallas, or (laughs) Dallas, Dirk, (laughs) is actually a pretty pretty cool guy. Yeah. Derek's a great guy. Derek went in, he did did whatever, he realized that his money makes a difference, and said, F that guy, he screwed you over in a big way. And not only that, but supported his significant other in any way he could. And Absolutely. her family is kind of a-holes, too, because they're oh. blaming her. No, Actually, her no, family all the family sided side. with oh, her. they were on her side? It was I thought just they the were on the sister-in-law's side. Nope. No, just oh. the sister is being the in doofus. Fact, the, and this is the biggest portion. The sister-in-law is the biggest a-hole because mm-hmm. the brother is now sitting, like, he's at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. He's separated from his Right. Wife. It's caused enough strife and enough of a divide mm-hmm. that they can't even stay together while this is still an active argument. Right. Because at the end so, of the day, you boy. really have a hard time supporting somebody when they're just like, why would you do this? Why would you try to hide the fact that my sister almost died from a cookie? Right, <laughs> and you still keep this dude employed. <laughs> yeah, right? right? And you think he's got your bag? No. No. I mean, because it was a holiday party, right? Which means it was at work, which means, I don't know, she was there. <laughs> well, Possibly. I mean, there's other rumors that can be started with that one. Ooh. And this is how drama starts. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. Either way, no, good for her. You know, stand up for what you need. And, you know, hey, you got a better relationship out of it and obviously a whole lot better house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got, you got D for dollars, you right? You got D for dollars. Oh, my Dirk. God. Dirk. <laughs> what a... Derek. I, I can... It just comes out of his Dirk, doesn't it? No matter what you do, I know, it's no matter Dirk. how hard you try to say Derek, Derek it's just Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so teachers live a very weird life, right? Okay. Can, we, can we agree? Actually, if Megan's still listening, she can probably cue in on this. She might be. We've been having, like, 
a good amount all night, Megan, which is I, cool. If you're here, I want you to listen, and I want you to contribute to this. It's going to be a quick round. Uh, teacher gets in trouble. Like, Should she? Is she the a-hole for cursing and drinking around her students? Ooh. Kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say most definitely now. Especially awesome. during school hours. Let's go ahead and get into the context <laughs> right, of this. Let's go. Um, if I could find it, <laughs> <coughs> I'm ready to insert foot in okay, mouth. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a kindergarten teacher. I teach in-person classes that are socially distanced, as well as online classes. Last weekend was my 27th birthday. Mm. I went to a restaurant with a couple of friends for outdoor dining. Happy birthday! <laughs> While we were there, two moms came in with their children and seated behind me. Mm-hmm. I recognize them as students in my in-person class. They say hi to me. I say hi back, but don't interact any further. Okay. Okay. Through dinner, I'm just enjoying my time with my friends. I have a few glasses of wine and get a little tipsy. Not rowdy or obnoxious or anything. I'm just conversing normally with my friends, occasionally using cuss words, you know, like the F word or the S word or damn, you know? Okay. How we talk when we're not on air. Right. <laughs> right. Um, not excessively, just the way people would in an everyday conversation. And I think okay. that's a fair point because in an everyday conversation, I mean, I don't curse like a sailor, but... I swear a bit. It's part of the vocabulary at times. So maybe a little more than I would have if I wasn't tipsy. But then again, I'm not speaking loudly or anything. I'm just having normal conversation with friends. So you think. So you think. Yes. Well, (laughs) but I mean. Four glasses of wine. You are louder. (laughs) You might be be a little loud. Just a little bit. Uh, One of the moms then comes over to me and reminds me that my students were there and that I shouldn't be drinking and cursing in front of them. Since I'm their teacher, it was my job to set a good example for them. I just told her I was off the clock and that if it was bothering her, she could move or stop listening to me. She got all huffy and they soon left. Okay. More to this. I'm gonna say, where are the repercussions? Earlier this week, coming. I was called down by the principal who was with the mom in office. She was angry, complained that I was setting a bad example for my students, and now her daughter was using some of the words I was using, saying that <laughs> if her teacher can say it, so can she. No. He asked for my side of the story. I explained exactly what happened, given that she verified my story. He told her that I was not their teacher at the time, and since I wasn't doing anything wrong, they couldn't control my behavior off the clock. There we go. Perfect. She protested a bit, but eventually left, but called me a terrible teacher. I thanked the principal for backing me up, and he suggested maybe that one time I should have just stopped drinking and using foul language. I really didn't think this was a problem, since wasn't acting out just talking casually and enjoying a couple glasses of wine but i am i really the a-hole for drinking and using foul language in front of my students while off the clock and the edit here says i was not loud or belligerent or excessively drunk i had two glasses of wine Mm. well it depends on how big those glasses are some of those are like fish bowls and when i say i was tipsy that's a bit of an exaggeration it takes more than that well okay she wasn't screaming obscenities right casual stuff So so we have four minutes yes so okay First of all, I do not like the precedents that set forward that teachers are supposed to be this up and shining thing. Yes, well, in your classrooms, you have to be a guiding light, right? right? Mm-hmm. That is what you're supposed to be. Professionalism while you're at the workplace. If you are out, you can be out. This is such crap that people yeah. can come in and judge you. It is not fair that a student's mother comes up to you and be like, I don't think you should be drinking. It's your birthday. You can right. do what you want to do. Not only that, you could do whatever you wanted to do because... It's not, you're not at school. 
Megan answered, by the way. She says, as an educator, I am extremely careful about what I say and how I act both in and out of school. I'm not saying it's fair, but you can lose your job over a bad impression outside of school. I totally agree with the principal, and I see where the teacher was coming from, but I personally am extremely careful. No, she's absolutely right. I think that's right yeah. on the money. Gator, they scared us to death. In the thing. You I believe you. You didn't go as far as I did. No. Oh, <laughs> I, I live with a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and I totally understand, but I think what you're saying is right on. Outside of school, outside of the workplace, you know, you're not responsible for being the teacher all the time listen, now listen you're following rules you're not breaking laws that's the thing it's uh, you you're not supposed if you're a cop you're not a cop outside of being a cop if you're a teacher you're not a teacher outside of being a teacher like you get to come home and be that person as long as you're not breaking the laws right. and doing crazy stuff like right. that yeah but i think there's a moment as well especially if you because she recognized that it's parents and students that she currently has absolutely i think there's a time where you have to look at that and either decide, okay, we're just not going to do anything. I'm going to be on good behavior because of the potential influence that I have. Right. Or we're going to go somewhere else where I don't have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But yep. I mean, and I agree with you 100% because you do have to take account of the situation. I'm not going to stand up for a teacher because like for me, if I was still in that profession or doing mm -hmm. that, if I was at a place and a student walked in, I'm not getting hammered. No. Right, no. And I'm not. And if I'm already hammered, I'm looking for ways to leave. Right. I'm trying <laughs> to get out of that. some water and some snacks. Well, yeah. that's not going to help me. Need but, a cup of coffee like now. <laughs> but the, the point being, yeah, you do have to take into account the situation. I just don't like the idea that it's all on them. Oh, yeah. No. Also, what time is this and what, you know... Why are kindergartners out at a bar at 8.30 at night? Right? Exactly. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. You're, exactly. you're bringing kindergartners to a bar. I'm sorry. Like, well, if you it could get, have been like Applebee's. It could yeah. be Applebee's. <laughs> you're right. But even then, like, so now you're at Applebee's and you're having just a conversation. Like, mm -hmm. if me and you are talking, if someone's behind me, there's a good chance they can hear me. If every now and then, like, a word comes there's out a chance, or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, little kids, especially if they see their teacher, they're, they're going to pay attention right you're already yeah. two say you're two glasses deep already mm -hmm. you don't get that option of just like gonna i'm tough. gonna go somewhere yeah. else right you're already eating you're already having a good time I, i'm sorry yeah it's a tough world i i like how the principal backed the teacher I that do was like awesome that. i Principal's think that's an awesome person yep i think that's great to not side with a parent but instead support your staff the way you're supposed to which yes. is great um, and I think what he said then after everything left as well, which is the perfect timing, mm -hmm. after everybody's gone, it's just you and her and just say, maybe next time we can figure out not to do this. Right. Yeah. Like, save me the stress of having to go through this crap again. I would appreciate it. Um, because as much as parents, and Megan even says it, she goes, it's not fair at all, mm -hmm. but parents can make or break your entire career over just one single moment. Oh, yes. absolutely. True as that is for a teacher, it's just as true for a principal. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You don't handle a situation right and... You're out. No, it's it, it goes that way in the education profession. That's just how that is. And that's why I want to bring out the fact that I think it's unfair. I think it's kind of bullcrap. It's bukkake. Uh, it you cannot do this. It just, it is what it is. I, is she an a-hole, though? Is the teacher an a-hole? No. no. Perfect. All right, guys. I want everyone to have a great week. We will be back. You've been listening to Open for Discussion on SouthStateRadio.net. See you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Solid State Radio.